0: A whole new world Alright, Philip. As we've been starting the podcast. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure you've run out of I'm sure you've run out of uh noise. So I am here. I have no help.
1: Run, then first and foremost, first and foremost, watch your mouth. Okay? Watch your mouth. And no, I have not run out of amazing music. That's another thing you need to understand. Because the hits don't stop. anyway dan you're saying once again i'm just a little teaser i'll add it to the playlist but the hits don't stop
0: dan the heads don't stop well we're gonna start the podcast the correct way and that's by uh remembering some old memes you remember this phil
1: Yeah, Dan, you haven't set up your audio properly. I can't hear you.
2: Friday, Friday. gotta get done on Friday. Pretty,
0: pretty, (laughs) pretty. So, in case you're wondering how I look, there's um, there's an archive of memes that I go through, uh, and I've ordered them by date, right? So, as I was just scrolling past, I was like, "Ooh, found an interesting one," and next to it was Rebecca Black's Friday. I was like, "Nope." I have to choose this one. I hadn't even thought about it. The
1: original viral See, hit. <laughs> Trendsetter.
0: Rebecca Black is the artist behind that atrocious song you just heard. Uh, she was an amateur YouTube musician. Not really serious. No. That's she it, made that's this like...
1: So, to be fair to her, she's actually she had a documentary and she was bullied. She was, she, what she did is she didn't realize what YouTube was. She just thought YouTube was a place you'd upload a video and then share it with a small group of friends. She made... <laughs> As a, <laughs> as just a fun era, as a fun thing, a song and a music video around her birthday, as a ga- not as a gag, but you know, just just something just for your your small group, you know, like like what people used to do with skits and whatnot, like you know, the even like get food or die trying or something like of, of, on that ilk. Little did she realize <laughs> that two podcasters in Zimbabwe. <laughs>
0: Would be ripping her off years later, but yeah. So yes. so I mean, okay. To be fair, you're right, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to slag on her. It's just the song is bad, and I know it was not meant to be a song for release and all of that. Uh, to to be fair, she was uh 13 years old, I believe, when it came out. Yeah, she was quite young. She was quite young, and and now in her adulthood, she's able to look back and you know, uh, speak about. But, speak about the experience but she has been basically to she make put music, out this song yeah. this mm?
1: she has been trying to make music because I remember seeing a vice documentary about her like three years ago and she was in the studio so now you've got me wondering is her new music out
0: <laughs> so this song came out in 2011 right um it as you can imagine it for some reason look there's plenty of bad songs I don't know why this one specifically just went viral and became... Like the 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 embodiment of cringe. Um it surpassed Justin Bieber's baby as being uh you know the in the list of most disliked music videos on YouTube. Uh, but then Justin Bieber, of course, has staying power, so eventually he overtook.
1: Dan, um, I have found her new music. Do you want to give it a listen? Let's hear it. This is a song. Do you All mm, right. Let's go for this one. This one was released. Uh, Three months ago, it has 244,000 views. It's Rebecca Black. It's called Look At You. Let's give it a listen. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Look at you. Okay, I'm just going to skip through.
2: People see you on the screen and think you make believe. But I tell them you're better in person. You got that kind of confidence that makes everyone obsessed. But be honest, I know that you're hurting. But I guess everyone's got someone who can't go. I hate that she made you want to cry. Okay, 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 down. She's got Not bad. nothing on you. I hope you will see that. Now. I'm shooting for the hook. If I said I was a challenge of you, Look, you. You drive your car straight through all. If it meant you up burden.
0: okay look at look at her now dan huh I, i just want to read her her post that she made on the ninth anniversary of the release of that song nine years ago today a music video for a song called friday was uploaded to the internet above all things i just wish i could go back and talk to me to my 13 year old self who was terribly ashamed of herself and afraid of the world To my 15-year-old self who felt like she had nobody to talk to about the depression she faced. To my 17-year-old self who would get to school only to get food thrown at her Ah. and her friends. To my 19-year-old self who had almost every producer and songwriter tell me they'd never work with me.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm trying
0: to remind myself more and more that every day is a new opportunity to shift your reality and lift your spirit. You're not defined by any one choice or thing. Time heals and nothing is finite. It's a process that's never too late to begin. So, Mm -hmm. I now feel bad for making fun of Friday when it came out all those years ago. If you recall, Phil, that was around about the time when we were at the peak of our, our, <laughs> our, you know, early Zimbabwean Twitter days. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Those are dark times. Fun, but dark times. <laughs> fun, but dark times. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it's just a reminder that, you know, to us, it's just making fun of someone or something on the internet. But to someone else, like, you know what I mean? It is If a lot of people do it, or even if just one person says, that very one thing it can stay with you for a very long time so um, I guess there's a message in there apart from laughing at how bad the song was I mean she was 13 you know she was goofing around it's not something that she should have her whole life defined by I'm happy that now she seems to be or at least she seems to be a very well adjusted adult woman doing her thing so shower ups okay so, uh, yeah, shall we then take this opportunity to start the show with uh, the energy that we like, Philip?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. I have to it.
0: ask, uh,
2: y'all good to go? Sound a big thing them! Mar- hey, no, hey, hey. mar- mar- Let me hear a drum play.
0: Right. Walk one day, walk one day, walk one day Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast It's your boy, Danny That Guy And you're listening to episode of Two Broke Twimbos They call me uh, Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan A.k.a. Denfoot Maraini, A.k.a. Tanimbi. my life, your entertainment A.k.a. I'm done with these streets Time to watch episode two A.k.a. That Move. That's
1: right, that's right, that's right. These zeros are oh, unmistakable, irrefutable, you're unquestionable. You will never find me on any legible, retractable, or other probe. Phil Chow, they get my balls, they get it they get pizza, they get sexy to love, they get filthy, Phil. They get the GM carrot, and they'll kiss them. Share
2: with me,
0: we can get it, we can Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of your favorite podcast. This week, we are prepared. Not uh, last week was a shambles, guys. It was a shambles. Yet somehow a somewhat entertaining episode of the podcast. This week, we are on the ball. There's a ball, and we are standing right upon it. So mm. let me not waste any more time and start off by congratulating a Zimbabwean doing it big. Philip. Uh, um what's the name? Come on, Phil.
1: Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: It- walk me through let's okay picture let's go give first, me first letter what's it what's the word I'm just Phil, I'm just trying to, I, I just said that we're prepared and then I'm acting like I'm not prepared it was meant to be a joke I thought you know we could do a whole back and forth thing but it's fine Zimbabwe no. um, so is doing it big this week goes out to TK Maidza I just so happened to be going through my uh, YouTube and I saw uh, an Apple commercial coming up on my YouTube feed and I was like what this, this doesn't come up in my stuff why is it over there well when I listened to it the song sounded familiar And I did a little bit more research and then it turns out that, oh, the song featured in the 2023 Apple AirPods Pro commercial, the official one that is being circulated is Where Is My Mind by T.K. Maidza. T.K. Maidza is an Australian singer born in Zimbabwe, currently based out there in Australia, songwriter and rapper who's got this bold, colorful fashion sense. She's not only done Apple, she's done uh, campaigns for stuff for companies like Nike um, yeah, so this song is her cover of a nineteen eighty-eight classic by the Pixies. Where is my mind? And that song was selected for this prestigious campaign. I hope you got your bag, sis. In fact, I hope you collected it in equity in the company. That's what's up. Um, well, she she would we, get she would get the mechanical. She's not gonna get much on the
1: on the composition because it's a cover. But it's an yeah. Apple Sync is still a
0: nice it's a noise check on the way congratulations madam and shout out to you for being noticed and recognized and doing your thing uh, TK Mizer, we've, we've spoken briefly uh, uh, about her and some M- moments doing it multiple now. times but yeah. it was nice I thought it was I thought it was nice you know it's nice when you don't go looking it just comes you know what I'm saying mm. we discussed this that's uh, what I she said in the Patreon group that's definitely mm-hmm. what she said mm-hmm. I, I, I put it up in the Patreon group and uh, and uh, I was quite excited I was like look at that I don't even have to prepare Zimbabwe and doing it big it found me hmm so yeah, you know, so that's very exciting. Um, uh, moving on, as the well-prepared kings that we are, let us take a look at anything to clean up from our last episode. Phil, um, you mentioned a little bit of something about the the Facebook killer that we, I mean, the Facebook rapist that we spoke about in the last episode, uh, the prison breakup episode, as it was called. Uh Dan,
1: the details are coming in thick and fast. It's it it is it is a, a whopper. I mean, on Sunday, this drops. So, let me, ground up, first and foremost, ground up will, will not get their feet off the correctional facilities, the Dr. Nandipa and Tabo next. They are on it. Every day, they're dropping new revelations. They are on it. And then on Sunday, they, they drop this.
4: So at this moment, we have circus, um, circumstantial evidence that um, pins at least three of the officials, um, and senior officials within uh, within the prison, and at least two high-ranking politicians within society. Um, um, I can't divulge the names um, at this stage, but we are tracing those leads. And, yeah, um, it seems that the Cabo was well-connected from the prison. Mm. He lived a very lavish um, um um, pay to stay in jail um, we do have records of him um, um, sending various officials what um, um, e-wallets um, um, purchasing property um, purchasing vehicles cash
1: okay hold on this is stop, D-D, to stop can you imagine going to prison and you start making more money in prison than you do out of prison
4: but let me continue <sighs> Um, yeah, so um, in the next coming weeks, we will actually publish that and um, pin those officials. Yeah. But at this stage, it's at least three officials within the prison um, that we've managed to trace the money trail on. And um, we are still looking at various other um, um, persons implicated that could be linked to high-profile politicians as well.
1: So there you heard that there's high-ranking politicians and prison officials who were getting payments from Topo Besta. I think just after we recorded, there was a revelation that my my man had started a media company from prison. He was paying people. This company was somewhat passing off as um, Sky and also 21st Century Fox. They were hosting events. They had a massive launch with celebrities that were in attendance. While he was in jail, Dan, he then (laughs) Skyped, into the launch event because he had pre- pre- uh, created this persona that he's a businessman based in New York. He's skyping in, and the whole crowd are singing "Happy Birthday" to him on his birthday, which confirmed that it was indeed Tabo Best because it was it was I think June thirteenth. It was that was his birthday,
0: <laughs> actually his birthday.
1: And then so you, you see him like that story. It's is- like it's almost like he's overcome with emotion, but. At first, it's like, oh, he's overcome with emotion. He's crying. But then when you look at it again, it's like, oh, my God. He's laughing because he's laughing. Yeah. These dumbasses fell for this.
0: Do, 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 okay. Do you guys... Do you guys, Okay. I don't... I, <laughs> if you are just casually listening to this podcast, just give us your ear for it. Like if you're just casually listening while doing something else. This man was in jail for rape and murder. While he was in jail, with the help, allegedly, of this doctor outside... He was running a fake media company pretending to be 21st century Fox. And he put together an event with all these celebrities and personalities and so Not on. even that High dead. profile event. They were also going to have
1: a conference. Remember, I don't know if you remember this, but then they were supposed to have a, com- a women's conference with Halle Berry and Taraji P. Henson. Both of whom eventually pulled out and said, we know nothing about this. And it was a big scandal at the time and no one knew who was behind it. Now, years later, we're figuring out that this was the
0: guy behind that scandal. I, I, I'm speechless. Okay. And then not only does he throw the event, they he Skypes onto the screen of everyone there at that event. and says, hello, thank you for coming to my event. So happy you're here. Meanwhile, he's in jail. And
1: it, it's not like he's, he's an unknown, like the reason why people took photos is because people were like, wait a minute, we know him. He's been on the news. This man was an infamous murderer But it gets worse, Dan. It gets worse. Once again, ground up. Ground up will not get their feet off the necks. Let me just read the headline. Tabo just... Besta and Dr. Nandipa made millions from a construction company. Besta used an ID and driver's license in the nickname of TK Nkwana after escaping from prison. First paragraph, convicted rapist and murderer, Tabo Besta, who escaped from prison on 3 May 2022, has been running a scam construction company called Arum Properties with celebrity Dr. Nandeepra Magudamana. The couple convinced several people to pay millions of rands for construction projects but never delivered the goods. Clients of Arum told GroundUp that soon after signing on paying the deposits, they started to realize that something was wrong. Fam, media company, construction company. Influencer, he was. He was. This, you know. If if he wasn't a, if he wasn't such a sleazeball, such a horrible human being, this would be a a prime candidate for what prison can do to reform. My my man went to prison and his productivity went through the roof. Huh?
0: (laughs) So look, okay. (laughs) Obviously, like obviously, his his crimes are despicable. But to a certain extent, I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, I gotta work harder, man. We all have the same 24 hours, Dan to work, I, Phil. Once we're done recording, I'm working on proposals, fam. I'm working on proposals. Dad, you know this has,
1: it gets worse. So you know the, the kicker to all this, the one that killed me, is so now Doctor Nandipa's family, after this man had escaped and moved in with her, they realized who he was. Doctor Nandipa's brother went on social media and said, "My sister is dating a dead man," and people were speculating, "What does that mean?" Doctor Nandipa took him to court. For Defamation, when in fact she was indeed dating a dead man,
0: I, I feel we need to work harder. Ah, Phil, you are free, you're not even in jail, you're free. Can you imagine? Huh? And you you don't have millions. Ah, we have we, we ah. are failures, we are dropping the ball on multiple fronts, Then We are dropping no, on. no, no, Phil. I am energy, <laughs> guys. Let's work. If you're thinking of come hit me up, hit me up, drop me an email. Drop me a DM. Come, let's work, Dan, Dan. Let's work. Dan, you know what? Actually, we need, let's work. We need to change
1: the 10 of this podcast. Actually, you know, we need, to, we need to become like a motivation. You know, Dan, so I wake up at 3 a.m. And then I have my matcha tea. Then I meditate for three hours. And then at 4, Phil, I, I wake up at 2
0: a.m. And I go to bed at 4 a.m. How does that work? I don't even know. But we out here working. Mm. A lot of people don't realize
1: that. A lot of people don't realize. Did you see that Ryan George skit about that? Mm-mm. <laughs> Oh, okay, I have to play it So I have to give first, first and foremost Full credit to Rangio Because I'm going to play a lot of it But this this is probably one of his best skits So he's, his skit here is It's two cats But on a dude bro podcast So they're two cats discussing things But they're dude bros Okay Here's
5: if one else is asleep It's a winning I mean, those are prime sprint here's the thing though what I've been doing is 3.30 every morning that's I get up and I do my sprints yeah I mean those are prime sprinting hours people don't realize people don't realize people don't realize and that's how I know I'm succeeding is if I'm doing my sprints while everyone else is asleep it's a winning mindset is what it is no yeah no that's you, that's exactly what it is honestly and now, honestly I'm starting I've started to do stuff I'm incorporating like jumping into my routine mixing it up sometimes I'll do these deep kind of guttural noises like a kind of thing that's cleansing for the body actually it's primal vibration in <laughs> this uh this Siamese buddy of mine he got me into uh uh, vomiting on carpets i don't know if you heard about this i've heard about that yeah once you start vomiting on carpets it's actually kind of a game changer for your productivity i can see that it's like once i start to yeah, I, I already know yeah. exactly where I'm going, and that saves yeah. a ton of mental space. And that's a resource you need to preserve, yeah. You do, because let me tell you, <laughs> if I'm at the window looking at birds, or if I'm making yeah. biscuits, I need that focus. 100%. 100%. People don't realize. 100% people don't realize. People don't realize.
1: 100%. It goes on, but I, th- this is one of his biscuits. I, I could have stopped. People it. don't
5: realize. People don't realize. People don't
0: realize. <laughs> <laughs> people don't realize. <laughs> In case you're wondering, Mr. Mr. Pitch Meeting. Okay, um, so there's also... I was debating whether to talk about this, but I mean, we'll just, maybe I'll just briefly mention it as a follow up to previous conversations. There's been arrests and releases in the AKA murder case. If you recall, Um, South African rapper AKA was shot on CCTV um, in a clear assassination. Uh, We were told or information was leaked or depending on who you believe, information came out that three suspects had been arrested. Uh, The most recent news is that those three suspects have been released. Uh, The statement from the KwaZulu-Natal police says, although police understand that the matter attracted media attention and that the public awaits with bated breath for any developments, police are calling upon the media and everyone else to refrain from making reports that have the potential of jeopardizing ongoing investigations. Such reports have potential of putting at risk the lives of people purported to have been arrested as well as endangering the lives of individuals who are portrayed as police officers in photographs and videos which have been doing the rounds on certain websites and social media platforms. This was because the three people who had been released uh, were released in the middle of the night and immediately went into hiding for their safety because they were threats to their lives uh, because they were suspects in this AKA murder investigation. So uh, I'm not really going to comment on that. I'm going to wait for more information, but I just thought to share that update with you. Um, There's uh, a... a somewhat sensationalized, I would believe story about uh, the car being tracked, someone leaving an airtime slip in the car, and then turns out to be um, the girlfriend of one of the suspects and na, 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 So that's what they're saying. Like, hey. So
1: like, Dan, Dan, hold on, hold on, Dan, Dan, Dan hold on, hold on. You, you just said like there was a, a car being tracked, then an airtime slip was left in the car, which was then traced back to a number used by the girlfriend of one of the killers, the, the alleged killers. Is that what you're telling me?
0: So remember, this is, this is what the, that's what the police statement is about. Yeah. They're like, can y'all relax? We haven't put out info yet. I'm saying that's the story that's been going around. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I, I, We're together. What I'm saying is that previously you and I just
1: spent 15 minutes discussing how someone was running a multi million dollar business. From jail, And mm-hmm. then when he escaped from jail, emails were saying that, yo, this person that you're saying is the dead body. It's not the dead body. <laughs> and now there's no point and in like, doing ah, it. We'll get to it later. And then, you know, like on your to-do list, there's always like every time you review, you're always like, you know, you know I, I wanted to do this last week, but I can't, uh, you know, I'll keep delaying it. And then you look at your app and then you realize that that, that item on your to-do list was created like three, 344 days ago. And I, <laughs> that's literally what the prison and the police were doing with Tabo Besta. So you're telling me that same police, uh, they couldn't find a criminal. And X will come out, like no notable not notori, notori, notorious clearly has escaped, but somehow they, they've managed to use all the technology in the world and some of the best investigation known to man. Like they've cross-referenced DNA samples and, and
0: and cross-pollinated numbers and they've triangulated positions. That that same police first did that, guys. S-A- it was the mentalist filled. Mm. The South African mentalist came through. SAPS
1: ZRP One is to one.
0: I ah guys guy If you've ever had you, if you've ever had anything stolen or crime that you had follow up with the police, then you'll you'll tell me whether anything is gauge ga with ZRP. I don't. I
1: no. I don't know, like ah. Then to be fair, if if you incentivize them, they'll solve your case in
0: in sometimes in minutes. <laughs> you don't even leave. No. You don't even leave the police no, no, no. station. No no no. You've phrased it wrong. They will close your case. Someone will be charged. <laughs> Solve your case. I don't know about that. <laughs> Beyond reasonable doubt, no ways. Someone will go to jail. Uh, I, yeah. And someone will be charged. I don't know if I told you this story.
1: Uh, many years ago, I uh, was still living with my parents. Came home late and I realized someone had broken into our living room. And like they had uh, broken the window and then they cut the burglar bars and bent them in. So I literally got into the house the same way the thieves got in. And then I got into my living room, and you know that sinking feeling when you realize—where well, you just know everything is good. Like now, you you see it. Like yo, there's no TV, TV gone, system gone, DVD player gone, the D- code D- D- gone. <gasps> anyway, my father was like, "Ah, don't worry, let me let me make some calls, it." This was like on a Friday night, Saturday afternoon. Our stereo was back in our living room then, and I'm not even lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right all right um look that's uh that's housekeeping done we can now get into this week's uh, conversations that we've prepared so well so prepared so prepared but before we do that uh we do want to take this opportunity to remind you about another podcast you must listen to um it's a different style of podcast you know yeah, it's about uh, over here yeah. we are we are discussers and we are analyzers, and we are critical thinkers. Over there, they are actors and producers. Uh, it's called Private Affairs, an award-winning fiction podcast about Zimbabweans in the diaspora, dating, friendship, interacting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Season two has just wrapped up. Um, well, I mean the the official season two episodes, but now we're going to have the the after show and a Q and A and an analysis show, which mm. I'm all looking forward and to. And there might even uh, be an interview. Hmm. Let's not make promises we can't keep, but there might be one. And I hopefully look forward to it if it happens. (laughs) Private Affairs Season 2 is available on everywhere that you listen to podcasts. It's very exciting. There's stuff happening. There's relationships. There's racism. There's uh, race relationships. There's uh, um, friends with benefits to friends and secret crushes. It's actually quite Quite entertaining. Mm. I wonder how it would translate to a TV show, actually. Might be interesting. Mm. Um, You can check it out everywhere. You can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Just search for Private Affairs. Mm. If you haven't listened to Season 1, then you can start there and then go on over to Season 2. The episodes are short, sweet, and packed. And you can enjoy them. Yes.
1: And please remember, this project has been assisted by the Australian government through
0: the Australian Council for the Arts, It's Arts Funding, and Advisory Body. Yeah. Yo, boys and girls, y'all boys and girls. So, fun fact, when we were preparing uh, our show, there was uh, our new producer in uh, an improvement from last week, but still far, far, far cry from uh, the finished product. Go uh, well, right.
1: We'll panel beat him. We'll penal beat him, Danny. We'll panel beat him. Or oh, 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 you'll quit and cry. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's a fine line <laughs> when we're done with him you know uh, he could be the next um, um, Scooter Braun I don't know maybe mm. or um, he, he could have a mental breakdown
1: and uh, be running <laughs> up and down South seat. so
0: He gave us a bunch of stories and, you know, we were gauging as as we're doing, we're looking at the different stories like, "Um, what what would be interesting for us to discuss? So the way we choose what we like is obviously Phil and I have an interest or some knowledge or um, we find it an interesting story and then we'll put it on, we'll do a little bit of research and then we can sit and discuss. And it's mostly about our opinions. You guys know the podcast. But then I thought, hey, as a fun experiment, let me put four of these stories in the Patreon group and just ask people to vote. Which one would you like us to speak about? So I'm going to give you all four stories. Number one, Beyonce and Adidas uh, partnership flops. Number two, Black China removes her demonic tattoo and gets reborn. Number three, Chloe Bailey talks about her sex scene with Damson Idris in the new TV show Swarm. And number four, Hollywood heartthrob Jonathan Majors arrested for assault. It's fair.
1: No. I, I love I, I there's only one person who voted for Chloe. One? <laughs>
0: I was gonna say, take a moment to think in the order of those stories. Which one do you think is at the top and at the bottom? Oh, sorry, wait. Um, They're they're the jokes. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. Cut it out! Cut it out! Cut out that part. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) not. No, don't cut it out. It's not a joke. (laughs) I just wanted. I just want people to think, like, guess, like, which one do you think? So I'm not surprised. I thought that Jonathan Major's story would be huge, and I already planned for us to talk about it because, you know, as Phil often mentions, um, a lot of our supporters on this podcast are women, Mm -hmm. specifically Black women, Mm -hmm. and. Jonathan Majors was on a very high uh, trajectory. Mm. He was in the top movies. He was um, hailed as a king of sensitive masculinity. We'll get into it. Uh, I I put on the Beyonce and Adidas partnership because I thought we never spoke about it when it it was really hot. And that was a couple of weeks ago. Um, Maybe we should just briefly mention it. But um, to my surprise, everyone wants us to speak about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that came in at number two, at a distant number three. So we'll probably just spend a minute or two on this Black China and her whole situation, which was a bit surprising. And only one person voted for Chloe Bailey um, and her situation. So we probably won't even speak about that. So, but, but uh, no,
1: Dan, because uh, I, I've checked, they're actually one of our bigger patrons. We're speaking about Chloe and Bailey.
0: Okay. I'm
1: not, just, let's let's I'm
0: switch kidding. things around and have it as our main tour. No, <laughs> we'll so I, I found that interesting because I was like, oh, that's what people found interesting. Okay, so let's start. Which one would you like to start with, Phil? Beyonce or Jonathan Majors?
1: Um, let's start with Beyonce because there's a new update in the Jonathan Majors story that I'm reading right now.
0: Okay, so here's the story. Beyonce and Adidas were in a very uh, highly publicized and much hyped up partnership for Beyonce's line of clothing called Ivy Park. Athleisure, I believe they called it. Well, uh, we got news a couple of weeks, I think three weeks ago now, that uh, Beyonce and Adidas were uh, mutually terminating that arrangement. Um, The story coming out is that it was uh, not working very well. And uh, there was a huge amount uh, of money that was apparently lost. In fact, all the stories that I read about it just had a little bit too much. um, (laughs) They had so many... Corny lyrics. I'll give you an example. This one story over here says, it's the, 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 the story is titled, um, Break My Soul, Beyonce gives as a new headache. First heading, Crazy Out of Love. <laughs> Dan, did you write this? Dan, you wrote this, didn't you? <laughs> no, I, I'm reading. Nah, Dan, this is on Dan, Bloomberg. Dan, you this. this is Bloomberg. Nah, Dan, this is Dan, a Bloomberg Dan, report. This, I, I know your dry shyness. <laughs> this is you, bruh own your stuff <laughs> I, I, even i'm not even i'm not this bad uh, <laughs> and is and it's it's sprinkled throughout the article but anyway um so just to break it down um i, I don't want to this this is obviously not a finance podcast or something we might touch a bit on the marketing but just to, just to give you an overview um ivy park Okay, history. Ivy Park was formed in 2016 in a partnership with uh, some guy, I can't remember his name, but he was, uh, he was implicated in some uh, shady behavior and uh, sexual assault. So Beyonce broke up that relationship and then she that was looking for a new partner, Adidas came on board. So when Adidas came on board, I think that was 2019, I believe. Uh, 20, the last two years, 2021, Adidas did $93 million in sales. Uh, 2022 they did 40 million dollars in sales is, and they were projecting to do 63 million in sales this is I specifically just to clarify the projection was 335 million so there are 280 odd million off, mm-hmm. uh their projection so it's uh, quite a huge uh, uh, uh loss in fact in terms of pure loss um they were going to lose they they I guess the official numbers aren't yet out, but they stood to lose $10 million in 2022 um, from that line itself. Beyonce herself was just getting, I think it was 20 mil a year for that uh, collaboration. Mm. Uh, the contract had been set to end after 2023, but they decided to end it prematurely. And that's the situation. Beyonce was earning 20 million per year um, from this arrangement. Hmm. So that's, that's the overall situation. So long story short, it sold way, way, not even like a little bit less or slightly underperformed. It sold way worse than it should have. And then this has obviously led to a very uh, um, robust debate about why, why Beyonce is one of the most famous people on the planet. Why can't she sell clothes? So there's a lot of people have theories. I'd love to hear yours, Phil, uh, but I mean, to me, it seems pretty obvious, but- No, okay. What do you, no, okay.
1: know? What, what do you uh, and you,
0: you- what? Don't use me for cover. Okay. Come on, say what you want to say. No, I'll I've avoid just been speaking. Up. Let me breathe. Okay. Um, okay, in, in any one thing, I always say avoid looking for a single um explanation because things are very complicated. There's so many moving parts and there's so many uh, uh variables, et cetera. So with that disclaimer out of the way, Beyonce, who positions herself as very high class, um, can't, you know, can't speak to me. Um, very, only hang around, uh, uh, um, very classy and super expensive situations. And so that's, that's the position, the brand that she's built for herself. If you think, if you hear Beyonce was an event or Beyonce invited you to an event, you already know what kind of event it is. You know, it's going to have the most expensive champagne and the most, the most, uh, ornate, uh, um, finishings. And that's, that's the brand that she's created. Um, She's also moved in somewhat of a direction these days of activism and so on with her music um, and her music videos, etc. That's the brand that is synonymous with Beyoncé. When you hear her music, her music is typically pretty. Um, I would say, I would say it's not. Beyoncé doesn't make gym music. Last album, notwithstanding, of course, it being an electric uh, electronic album. Beyoncé's music is Beyoncé's music is listen to when you're at home, listen to in the car. Um listen to with your headphones on when you're going for a walk. To me that's 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 the uh, that's the 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 overall view I have. Now I'm not a uh, a a stan of Beyoncé, so I'm sure you can you who is listening right now can give me much more detailed explanations. But as someone who just observes from the outside, there's a certain brand that Beyoncé espouses. Athleisure is not just not quite aligned, it seems almost a direct opposite of the brand that she's built. Athlesia is giving, um, oh, this is what I'm wearing to my workout. But it's also, you know, it's also casual enough that I could wear it to brunch with the gals, for example, or something like that. And that's not the brand that Beyonce has espoused. Now, if a brand is built around a personality and the brand is completely divorced. <clears throat> from the very tenets and facets that make up that personality, it's going to be very difficult to put them together. So that's one factor I think that played a huge role. The second factor that I think played a huge role is Ivy Park was not cheap. Uh, I don't know how much the you, average piece was. You about. are on the money. every time You are on the money.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, every time it dropped, everyone knew that, hey man, you got to save up for months and months and months to buy Ivy Park. Now, even beyonce's most devoted fans who love maybe they love the designs i don't know if they did or they didn't some of the designs were a bit weird in my opinion but even if they loved the designs they were buying one piece or two pieces and once they buy it for the previous uh, uh, um previous uh, description that i gave it's not practical to where are they going you're going to buy it and it's going to you're not going to wear it anyway you can't wear it anyway you can wear it for your instagram shoot but you can't wear it to brunch you can't wear it to the gym it's too expensive to wear to the gym are you kidding me You can't wear it to dinner. It's not formal enough. There's a few use case scenarios where you could wear the clothes. Meanwhile, it's so expensive. So you're going to buy the first one. How likely are you going to be to buy the second? Even if you're a fan of the artist, how likely is it going to be that you're going to buy the second one when the first piece that you bought from her first drop is still in your closet and you wore it once to a festival where you knew there was to Queen of Arts Market. That's where you wore it. So I think And of course, these are anecdotal discussions and each person will have a different experience. But in general, in my opinion, the pieces were too expensive for what they were trying to be. The designs were meant to be um, what Beyonce's brand is, yet somehow jammed into whatever athleisure is. So the practicality of the outfit didn't work out. And then finally, the brand identities of of the clothes and the personality that the clothes were built around didn't quite match. Um, in my opinion, so I think are the three main factors that that uh, ultimately meant that it would not be successful. Oh yeah, and the fourth factor is that she gave it to her celebrity friends for free, so she made a loss. <laughs> Please, okay. Before I just want to read this. This is from our beloved The Herald. Who wrote this? Then was the staff reporter to funds, right? It's only the, one the, of the. There's two. no name. It just it just it just says staff reporter. Staff reporter does it again. <laughs> I am reading directly from the Herald. While the decision to cut business ties with Kanye West was controversial, Beyonce's Ivy Park was bound to be a flop. First of all, the items were overpriced. Yes, the singer does have a huge fan base, but the Bayhive wouldn't pay so much for clothes that will be out of style the next season. If there's one thing they're willing to splurge on is watching her perform. Instead of selling the gemmins to her celebrity friends, who have money, she decided to give them for free. Wrong move. Those people are rich. They wouldn't mind paying for clothes they don't need to support her. But she decided otherwise. That's true. That's true. The- ne- no, n- no. Needless to say, that is terrible. Te- what do you mean? Dan, the hundred pieces you're, you're she gave me- away
1: to her friends could have turned, the, the, <laughs> that could have covered 200 million, Dan. Do the
0: mathematics. It's simple mathematics, Dan. <laughs> it's simple mathematics. Her celebrity friends have money. Why is she giving them for free? That's why she had a loss. My goodness, man. I wish wish you had put your name on this article, my man. Damn, we know. Anyway, yeah. So,
1: your thoughts? I think, yeah, you, you actually did an excellent job of covering it all, Dan. Outside of that, it was never authentic because where other clothing lines work or brand partnerships work, excuse me, is... Say what you will about Kanye. But Kanye lived and breathed yeezy. He repped yeezy. He was in tune with his market, he was in tune with his fan base. He was iterating. He was moving the culture forward. He was also leveraging his cultural um cachet to convince people, yo, these the the these um uh hi uh hihachi. Yeah, Uh Slippers might look weird on my feet, but trust me, this is the way forward. Yo, these clogs that are made of plastic might look weird, but trust me, this is the wave. And lo and behold, the
0: hype beast followed, him. and when the hype beast followed, the general consumer followed. That was, a- and I mean, just, just just to add to what you're saying, on on Kanye West, um, the shoes were weird, and that was, it 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 was so in line with Kanye's personality. He espoused weird. He espoused different, mm-hmm. etc. But yes, yeah, sorry. So, continue.
1: So, ex- and, and and because of that, because Beyonce is such a recluse, because Beyonce is so hard to get a hold of, because as Dan said, whenever you see Beyonce, she's at these high fashion events wearing high fashion clothing. Sometimes, and some people might say it's not the best of clothing. And because of that, there was just no real brand fit. So, if if you're a leader, if you're if you guys are the beehive. And your leader is not wearing Ivy Park. That I means she's not endorsing Ivy Park. Why would you? Consumers are not dumb. Like the, it's marketing one hundred one. If you don't trust your own product, why would the consumer trust your product? Um. And yeah, I just I just, I just think Beyonce should leave JMP. because from Darion to this, I was even reflecting back in the days. I used to I used to buy my my partner Darion. And looking back, I don't think that was such a nice, as nice as a gesture as I thought it was at the
2: time. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. I was I was literally about to ask. What do you think she should do now? I think she has this partnership with Balmain, but I don't think that's I don't think that's meant to be a replacement to da- Ivy Dan, Park. It's just a she,
2: she's a billionaire. What she can just make music. A, you
1: know. Do you know the other thing that it's starting to really get on me is this insatiable need for capitalism to always do more. Why can't you just you know what I'm. I, I I am arguably one of the biggest pop acts ever. I am in the conversation with Prince and Michael Jackson. People can have legitimate, long, detailed conversations about where I fit amongst those three names. Why do I then need to take time out of my day to do clothing
0: or to do a lip line or skincare or hair, anything else? You know what I mean? When is it enough, Dan? When is it enough? Why can't you be like MySpace, Tom? Exactly, Tom. Tom Anderson created MySpace, sold it for five hundred fifty million dollars, packed up everything, and traveled the world as a photographer. Mm. When you've made the money, what do you need to make more for? But okay, let's let's just assume. Okay, so to me, I would also advise like, listen, you've got a family now, you've got Jay Z. Spend your time doing investments, chilling, hanging out. Why invest? The money is there. Just enjoy. enjoy the money. Enjoy it. I mean, if you've got got a billion dollars in the account, which I know she doesn't have, this is what she's maybe worth or whatever. But let's say you got a billion dollars in the account. I mean, you could enjoy the money, but you could also like, hey, you know what? That's an interesting company. I'll put 10 million in there. Let's see what comes out of it. You know what I mean? That can also be a source of enjoyment for you. But that's besides the point. Aside from that, let's say she was dead set on her next project, I need something retail that I can use my incredible influence that I have throughout the world to, actually, then to you just reminded in. me. What would you advise
1: You, you, you just reminded me on something. And there's actually another overlook is there's Ivy Park, which doesn't sell. Oh, according to projections and sell. Beyonce tour merch sells out and is at resale at three, four, five, six X times, which already, and that works because you're selling with an experience. It's, I was at the show. This is Pufa's at the show. I'm supporting I, I got, my I artist. I got the t-shirt. You know I got mean? the
0: jacket. Yeah, yeah.
1: Once again, when there
0: her solution is there. I don't. I, I. I. genuinely don't understand. Okay, Phil. 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 I get it. I. But let's say she is dead set. I want a retail project. What would you advise her to do?
1: Because of the way her brand is set up, there is. I, I can't think of anything. Because she's so she's so elusive in this day and age. Yeah. The reason why the Kardashians. Sometimes to our chagrin Are so hyper visible Is for that very reason Because they're so hyper visible They can easily align themselves With the brands that they sell And that's why the brands that they sell Sell so well It's because they're pushing that brand Every day Beyonce does not push her brand Every day
2: She doesn't even push
1: music videos For her own album Let alone clothes
0: Hey, you've touched a nerve for some of these Beyonce fans who oh, relax. Relax. Someone right now paused to pause this podcast to scream. Ah, where's our videos, Beyonce? Um, you know what? I was thinking about it. If she was dead set on doing something, because you have a you're right, in terms of her ability to promote, perhaps she's not there, but she does have incredible influence and a legion of dedicated fans so she could create something and sell it and still be successful without necessarily always being advertising and all over instagram and whatever and i was thinking about it and i thought um potentially a luxury liquor or a champagne uh um, so she going to be the husband Obviously that's a consideration but yeah why not compete with your husband maybe do something slightly different or do something or, or aim for aim for the aim for the the women market right you're now going to the club you got a job now so you can get your own table and buy one bottle why not make it this bottle you know what i mean um she, it will be very easy to incorporate it in her music videos which she's going to do anyway it would be super easy to sing about it get a cup of get a glass of get a bottle of whatever whatever when she's stuck singing about celebrating crying whatever it is and it, I, I think in a period, in a very short period, she could build a particular liquor or champagne brand, obviously high-end, obviously expensive, obviously not something that you just go down to the, 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 you know, the service station and buy or whatever, but you could build it up to um, a, a very profitable business. That's one thing I would consider. Sure. Clothing, like you said, clothing, you, you have to constantly be seen. You have to constantly be seen in it for you to push it. You have to be always in skims, I like him more. I mean, I don't think her, I don't think her, her strategy of using all her celebrity friends was necessarily bad. I just don't think it's the only thing that will work. So you're Beyonce. You can I think it was bad. It was was um, actually bad. And it was bad. It was bad
1: because, well, there's many points I want to respond to. I don't want to cut off your point, but it was, it was bad because they, they aren't, the people that are going to move people to want to buy it. The people that want to buy Beyonce merch already exist. They're the Hive. Feed the Hive. Why aren't you feeding the Hives? You feed the
0: Hive and then they'll push your product. but, But that's not, okay. Yeezys are successful not just because it's fans of Kanye West that buy it. Yeezys became successful because they were the core fans that started out but eventually that became the cool thing. Like you said, the hype piece picks it up and now it's, that's the cool shoe. That's the next drop, et cetera, et cetera. And that wasn't uh, purely because of fans of Kanye West. There's plenty but of that's who because he targeted Kanye West. You, you are touching my exact points. and So, so cetera, that's kind of my point. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a bad idea to start spreading the desire for these clothes by getting the hot, get Ice Spice and Chloe Bailey, et cetera, et cetera, to be constantly posting in Ivy Park. That will will start building a, a, um, a certain de- the uh, desire for that product. But you can't, it has to be a product that appeals, right? There has to be a product that speaks to something. I'm sure there's plenty of people that bought Yeezys outside of the personality of Kanye West because now it was simply the hot item. Yes, the personality of Kanye West is what made, what got it to the hot item. But now that it's a hot item, people are just buying it because that's what's hot. That's what's hot. That's what's hot. So I think I think you can... <laughs> What's the problem, there, Phil? <laughs> I'm sorry to get.
1: <laughs> I just got to say the story, and it's it's, it's hilarious. Dan, I'm familiar with the f- are okay. familiar with the Flatiron Building in New York? Phil, you're like, uh, no. Let's finish here, and then you we'll get to that. Okay, story. <laughs> but you you ask you, I was laughing. That's why I'm laughing. But yeah, I did not take okay. my I don't take my ADHD meds today, so I'm all over the place. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
0: Anyway, long story short, as I'm saying, I don't think it's a bad strategy to use the influence you have among celebrities. Celebrities would be thrilled when they got those boxes. Oh my God, I can't believe Beyonce chose me. So you can use that to build the hype beast, but you have to have a solid foundation, which Beyonce didn't have. So I I don't think clothes will work for her for the reasons that you said. She's too much of a recluse. I do think potentially, you know, you know, another thing I thought about. Imagine... Uh, uh, maybe a chocolate something along the lines of lint or, or um, Ferrero Rocher or something a chocolate that's meant to be a gift and globally this becomes the known candy or chocolate or gift that men get for their girlfriends that girlfriends get to why, why are you giving people free ideas
1: get. Dan, Dan. This, this is what people pay us for Shh. Shh. Where am I gonna
0: when am I gonna sit in an office with Beyonce and her advisors and give her these ideas but to me that's, that's using the same sort of brand level that you have, the same sort of, you know what I mean, the, the people that you're targeting. This is what I do, man. This is the ideas. Idea. I'm an ideas man. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. So uh, Boom, you created. The, the, yeah, the,
1: anyway, there's sorry. one thing you mentioned that um, I also wanted to touch on is just because you have a rabid musical fan base does not necessarily translate laterally. And the perfect example of this is Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj online has a rabid fan base. To the point yeah. <laughs> to the point where they can ruin your life. Much Yeah, but to be fair, those those are like 15 year yeah, olds. But, so. but much, much like the Beehive. But also <laughs> BTS has 15 year old fans. BTS sell out everywhere they go. Taylor Swift has 15 year old fans. Taylor Swift sells out everywhere she goes. Nicki Minaj has a rabid fan base. Dan, you know, you people forget that Nicki Minaj has two cancelled world tours in the past two years. The last time she was on tour was just before the pandemic and she hasn't gone on tour since. And even then, it wasn't canceled because of the pandemic. It was canceled because the tickets weren't selling. So I, I think understanding sometimes, and I, I always go back to understand your core fan base, understand what they want and feed them that. Sometimes it's okay. to it, There's nothing wrong with experimenting and saying, you know, let me try this. Let's see if it works. If it doesn't, it's cool. But I don't understand the constant need to want to find out. Okay, what can we do here, or what work can we do? Because you've won. Like
0: I, I think that's uh, oftentimes for people to win, they need to have that personality of constant drive. You can't just sit and enjoy. That's not. But it's not but but the then DNA, she it's can, it's can
1: continue to win it. She she can. There's uh, she can release an infinite amount of albums. She can do an infinite amount of tours. She can mentor an infinite amount of artists. Like that is what she's done really well. Like whatever we discuss about Chloe and Haley, I think Beyonce has done a great job of identifying those talents, building their brands and, and, and putting them out in, into the market. She's done a, a pretty good job. So for us to then say that, yo, you need to do more than that. Okay, I can't speak for anyone. Like if what you want to do is what you want to do. But if I'm like a brand advisor, and she was my client. I'd be like, why are we We're like, okay, you know what, boss? Last year, we made X amount. You know, I may be, you made 300 million. I'm entitled to 5 million. I get to to see your beautiful face every day. Sometimes Jay-Z comes into the office. I go to the Rock Nation branch. I go to your Grammy parties. You know what? Life is good.
0: <laughs> That's obviously not going to happen, Phil. It's a rare... It's a rare millionaire slash billionaire who's like, oh, I'm cool. I'm gonna enjoy this money now." It's always how do I make more? How do I make is, more? How do I make more? Which is why billionaires shouldn't exist.
1: Billionaires are yep. immoral. Anyway, back. F- so the funny story.
2: Speaking speaking
1: speaking of um, incredible wealth or the per- per- perverse wealth. Another thing, succession is back. Love it. Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm so. Oh, that's oh, my favorite yes. show on TV. Okay. but yeah, Dan, I will say, I have to start from. Do you know nine. the Flatiron Building? I do not. The Flatiron Building is a famous building. Funny enough, Dan, one of our friends used to work there. I actually went to see her one day. Avril used to work at the Flatiron Building back in the
0: day. Oh, word. Sh- yeah. Shout out to Sosa Diddy. <laughs> uh,
1: the Flatiron Building is a building in New York that's shaped like a triangle that kind of looks like the, the Flatiron that you get in on, on a monopoly board. Very iconic building in Manhattan. The building was sold ah, yes, at okay. a recent auction. Mm-hmm. 100 million, $190 million. So someone mm-hmm. bid for this $190 million, And then just didn't pay. <laughs>
0: so eh, so <laughs> where, where's Tabo Besta? That's what I want to know. Where... <laughs> That's what I want to know. Can someone check on his location? <laughs> okay, so, <yeah. laughs> oh, that is so that is hilarious. <laughs>
1: That, that that's an ad that's an adam sandler movie bruh. like you go to a high-priced auction with all these billionaires who are you building on this building not because of its functionality because because they see it as an office a piece of history or it's a piece of pride and they're running up the tab i'll bet 100 no 120 130 140 150 160 and then you come in your like 190 wow, and then when it's time to pay ah <laughs> this, the number you have currently no, dialed is
0: unavailable <laughs> he had to he, he had to pay like 19 million as a deposit oh he's he, there's actually a picture of him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's there bidding <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love this
0: story someone <laughs> says they were someone says they were suspecting skullduggery <laughs> <laughs> this, is an, this is an Adam Sandler movie <laughs> Anyway, all right. Moving on with our stories. and up Beyoncega. We go to number two story that was voted for. Mm. Um, hey, this is a this is a this is a complex story because remember we still don't have every single bit of uh, information. The information's like, information is coming. It's coming, I've, I've got coming it. here yeah,
1: and I, I know what's going on, but it is it is what it is. Uh, all I'll say is, um, I think maybe maybe a few years from now the real story might come out, but right now. And it pains me to say it, I think there's too much money behind Jonathan Majors for him to go down. And mm. in as much as like Ezra Miller, has done heinous things. And that's being swept under the rug. DC versus Marvel. Marvel has invested, I would say, a minimum at least 10 times. And they expect a return on investment at least 10 times, way more than whatever DC has invested in in Ezra Miller keep in mind Ezra Miller is in a dead franchise like that universe is dead but Warner Brothers continue to not only green light the movie but protect him Jonathan Majors is way bigger than that because there's a whole phase of Marvel that centers around him but before we get ahead of ourselves Dan you want to tell us what happened Okay,
0: so uh, a little bit of background. Jonathan Majors, uh, an actor who has uh, over the years steadily been uh, raising his stock, depending on the movies that he's been appearing in. Uh, right now, he is in uh, Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania. Uh, he's in uh, Creed 3. He's in, uh, what's the other movie that he's in? Uh, there's one other one, I think, that, that is currently in the circuit that he's there's in. So a, there, he's there's a movie
1: I I, I just movies. put on the server where he's, um, he's a World War II pilot. Yeah.
0: So, and, and, you know, he's, he's had these critical, critically acclaimed performances. Apparently, I still haven't watched End Man and the Whilst Quantumania, but apparently he's the one bright ray of sunshine in the whole, uh, in the whole movie. Apparently he's been, he's been on a tear. He's, not only that, he, for Valentine's Day, he did a shoot for, was it, uh, was it for Esquire Man? No, for Ebony Magazine. I can't remember. One of these magazines. And, uh, you know, and he was, like all pinked up and whatever. And it started whole conversations about masculinity. And he came out in talk shows talking about, no, the true man is someone who's sensitive and someone who knows how to, how to, uh, uh um, show, uh, their feminine side. I don't believe those were exact words, but that was the essence of what he was saying. And women loved it. Even ours, they're like, wow, this, this guy seems nice. eh? Mm. I'd like to be his friend. I remember I was watching an interview of his where he was telling this cute story about this coffee cup that he carries with him everywhere, and it was given to him by his mom who was trying to help him overcome issues. It was like, I was like, man, this dude, this dude is nice, man. Anyway, last week, um, a story broke, and this, and it was so abrupt. It was Jonathan Majors has been arrested for assault. What? Uh, he had been charged with uh, several assault and harassment misdemeanors after being accused of assaulting a woman during an alleged domestic dispute. Apparently, they were in a car. The 30-year-old woman, who some people claim later was his partner in some way or fashion, uh, sustained minor injuries to her head and neck and was taken to hospital. And then uh, after that, there was uh, charges put in place and uh, an arrest. He was released and granted a limited order of protection, he is scheduled to appear in court on the eighth of May. He, of course, through his lawyer, maintains that he is one hundred percent innocent uh, and is provably the victim of the altercation with the woman that he knows, according to his defence lawyer, um, and that they are gathering evidence to prove. Uh, and they are fairly confident; they are very confident that all charges will be dropped imminently. But as you can imagine, this is already a huge allegation. Uh, the complainant, this female accuser says that, uh, Jonathan major struck her in the face with an open hand and caused pain and a laceration behind her ear. And then he put his hand on her neck and, uh, to cause bruising and substantial pain. So that was the story when it came out and we were all like, what, what mad whiplash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And of course the internet does what the internet does. Um, this is a huge deal because Jonathan Majors is the key linchpin of this entire Marvel phase, for example. yeah, He's probably lined up for so many things right now. He's cover boy. He's, he was doing ads for the U.S. Army, which, by the way, they pulled after the situation. They say they're <laughs> deeply concerned by the allegations. While Majors is innocent until proven guilty... Prudence dictates that we pull our ads until the investigation is complete. Guys,
1: I, I, I don't, I don't mean to be, weird, but there's an um, incredible uh, amount of irony, irony. Mm. that the U.S. Army or any army for that matter, because an army exists to inflict violence on people, I was like, no, we can't be associated with violence. That's just not our brand. That's that's
0: that's not what we're <laughs> about here, guys. We're we're the army. <laughs> We're the army. How could we possibly be associated with violence? Open hand, you say. Minor bruises? That's disgusting. Um, okay, this is obviously a, a slate on the US Army and not to minimize these allegations. So, of course, uh, the, the, the policy of this podcast is to believe women. But we are not, we're obviously not, um, how do I put this? We're not bullish. We're not um, completely, refusing to listen to any explanations and so on so the state i'm in is a woman has come forward with an accusation uh, against a rich and powerful man and i'm going to believe her until i'm proven wrong um i hope that i am proven wrong but that's that's kind of the space that i'm in Uh, at the same time i'm not going to i'm not going to make any firm and fast decisions in terms of obviously not that my decisions have any consequence but in terms of my own thoughts and my own feelings about uh things overall until there's more information that comes out because at the moment it's basically he said she said even him being arrested and charged is not an indication of proof yet but it doesn't look great so far but uh I don't know what these new new revelations that you saw was it the the story about the 911 call or
1: well there's texts that uh, released Oh, there's a 911 mm-hmm. call
0: too. Yeah, apparently the, the the story is that the actual 911 call that came in was placed by Majors, so by Jonathan Majors himself, out of concern about his girlfriend. And then the claim is that when the police arrived, she changed her story. So there's texts that have been re- uh, re-
1: um, released. These seem to be coming from Jonathan Majors' um, MacBook which is interesting because just phone be but anyway so and they, they also cleverly withhold the actual date because you know like with um, iMessage, it will just say the the, the time it will say today yeah.
0: yeah today blah blah blah. so
1: it says there today at 858 there's a message from John the major says did you leave the keys and then he says goodbye and then the name is redacted then today at uh, 6 p.m it's please. Let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said that they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did. And I'm sorry you're in this position. Well, make sure nothing happens about this. I told him that this was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. New message. They just called me again to check on me and I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about the strangulation and I said point blank. This did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to <laughs> to do with me collapsing and passing out. And your worry as my partner, due to our communication prior, out of care, she promised all will be relayed. I'm not trying to minimize this. I'm laughing because I'm not stupid, guys. Clearly a publicist wrote this. Get the F out of here, bruh. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I love I, lo- I love like you know, da- you know, Dan when you when you have an argument with your woman and then she's trying to clarify it, like she'll she'll give you all the context about the argument in the message mm-hmm. after the argument. Remember
0: that time when we walked in, then I said this to you, and then you said this to me, and then you <laughs> sat down, and then it was me who collapsed. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was gonna say the, uh so allegedly these texts were sent to TMZ by Jonathan Major's lawyer conveniently to tmz but anyway um some people recognize in here a trend of oh yeah okay before i get into it do you there was another uh, uh tweet that went viral so some months ago someone tweeted quite cryptically There's a certain person in Hollywood, an actor that everyone loves, who Mm. is very violent and abusive and dangerous. Mm. Um, When this information comes out, his fall from grace is going to be sweet or something like that. Then when the story came out, someone was like, wait, is this who who you were talking about? And this person was like, ding, 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 ding. Then she, I mean, she cites certain situations apparently where there were people who had complained about him before. Um... But of course, that's just the internet. You can't, you know, 100% count on anything, everything you see on the internet. Um, These texts, what I was going to say is some people will recognize a trend that happens with women, and I suppose men who are in abusive relationships, that when they take the fall for that abuse, you see it as your own fault you see it as you overreacting and um, you know you you make a lot of promises or you try your best to get them out of the space that you feel that you put them in. Um, I don't know if that's the case here or like Phil said, this is something that was written by a publicist. I mean, I also say like, l- look at those texts. Those texts were written by someone who paragraphed, you know, mm-hmm. um, Pro- proper pro-
1: proper uh punctuation I don't like the spelling there's punctuation you know yeah. yeah i mean come on man. there's not one k there's not one
0: duck you nothing just okay cool, 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 cool not a single emoji i don't know man Ish, i don't know anyway the the space i'm in right now is believe women And as time comes on, comes along, be open to any new information as it comes So in.
1: here's a question, Dan. Knowing all this, are you watching
0: Secret Wars? Are you watching Kang Dynasty? Phil, you know my position on this. I already believe... Okay, here's my firm belief. I think that as an estimate 95% and up of all super talented people are also um what's the word that they use um there's a, there's a word that they use for um when you when you when you do behavior that is outside of the norm in society. Anyway, Al Jazeera believe that the, if if you if you are extremely talented in a particular field, especially in the realm of entertainment and especially when you're in the public eye and you have people constantly doting over you and for you to reach, of course, I'm not saying this is everyone, but I do believe a larger majority of them are flawed to different levels and different, obviously everyone is flawed, but I think those who are the most entertaining are also especially flawed. I think the best musicians, the best actors, the best, um, broadcasters, the reason why they're able to be is because of whatever it is in life that that has made them, you know, stand out from the rest. That obviously doesn't apply to everyone, but I think as a general rule, I'm not. I I, I rarely get surprised that celebrity A is involved in this, and celebrity B did this, and celebrity C did that. I it's so difficult for me to envision a well-adjusted, well-rounded individual who's humble and who treats everyone with respect and doesn't have any weird skeletons in their closet and they're a multi-millionaire known by millions of people in an industry that's famous for um, drugs, mental health issues, and so on. Like, really, I find it very hard to believe that. So, me already having that position has made it easy for me to enjoy their art without ascribing it to the person i'm t- i'm gonna watch ant-man and i can even think damn jonathan may just killed this Psst, dan 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 doesn't support women man so
1: oh, you're right here Psst.
0: Um, i also think i also think that a lot of times we're performative about this um, there are some people who are genuinely triggered and some people who genuinely don't want to be a, uh, to he- even hear his name or to watch him in anything because of what's happened. Maybe it's something that happened to them. Maybe it's something that happened to people that they know. Or maybe it's just even just the general idea of uh, assault and abuse like this is, yo, I can't stand this. I think though that the majority of people are, they are trying their best to sound like they're supporters, but you're not really, like you don't think that deeply about it. Where it's like, damn, that was messed up. And then you move on with your day. Yep, yep, yep. So I do, I, I, do also under, I do appreciate people who are like, you know what, I'm not really that affected, but to support others, I'm not going to watch Jonathan Major's movies. Shout out to you. And it's obviously we have no way of telling what people's motives are, but I have a sneaky suspicion that the majority of people don't have motives of either themselves being triggered or them wanting to support people who are triggered. I have a sneaky suspicion that the majority of people just want to appear or perform as if they are. Mm. Anyway, anyway, Dad, to, I think to, to answer your question, movie. I will watch all those movies. Let's lighten the mood, Dan. Let's lighten the mood. How would you like to lighten? That'd be pretty the mood? cool. Shall we, go, go, go? we?
5: know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A on my nizzle. I'm telling you, Julie. What do you think about that?
2: Huh? She
4: says. <laughs> <laughs> well, get this,
0: Julie. What I know about that? <laughs> That's a white woman doing a news report. <laughs> guys?
1: When you appropriate things, just understand what you're appropriating. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I genuinely I'm not upset. I just find it hilarious. I don't, I, do, I, I genuinely don't think that she knew what it is, what it meant. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm also not mad at her getting fired because sometimes you have to make an example. It's good. It, it, you know what I no, mean? Yeah, uh,
0: Phil, hundred percent. Hey, 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 I didn't know what it means. So why did you say it? Why did you say it if you didn't know what it means? Relax. Uh, go the on. part. Go the funniest
1: part of the video is there's a co host to her left. Though I think he does weather. Mm. And she says, what oh, she's my nizzle. And when you zoom in on his face, he immediately is like, oh, she's getting fired. And <laughs> I'm going viral. I am going viral for this
0: BS. Lord help me. Ay, 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 ay. All right. Uh-oh. Um. Let's talk about some Gagaga news. Um, we seem to be in somewhat, but sort of coming out of awards system. Awards season. Actually,
1: just me, I need to call Yo. I need to call these guys because
0: we're nominated, but I didn't
1: get no halberation. You know what I'm saying? Psh, lightweight. Psh, you know what I'm saying?
0: The Chang'e Media Festival Awards are coming up uh, and uh, they have released a, released their nomination lists. The awards were originally slated for April the 12th. I don't know if that's still going to go on because that's less than two weeks away from now and we still don't have a lot of information. But um, we are waiting to see how these are going to come across. Here's some lists of nominees for you to check out. Winning the Lifetime Achievement Honorary Award. Rocky. It, you, know, you, know what, African African you know what I love,
1: then is that, especially I in mean, modern I culture, mean. abusers are always held to task.
0: But That's the thing. Um, it's all about um, accountability. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, really. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, l- most influential African female hip-hop artist is going to Nadia Nakai. Most influential African male hip-hop artist is going to South African superstar Blackie. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know he doesn't say blacky, but... No, but, but um, he is... Nominees he is, for Best... You nominees know, for Best... Uh, nominees for Best Male. Oh, by the way, the Changa Media Festival Awards are mainly hip-hop, uh, hip-hop, hip-hop-centered. Best Male goes to Vaults J... Uh, I mean, nominations go to Vaults JT, Holy Ten, Kruger, Sun, Luminous, brackets, blow-eye, and Saint-Flow.
4: <laughs> I love this song!
0: Best Female Noluntu J Young Gemini Kiki Mills No Dan Liam, Dan Iceman. Dan you didn't say properly Say the full Say the
1: full name That says Kiki No yeah. it's Noluntu J it. Parentheses
0: blow yeah. <laughs> And Yamikani uh, Hey shout out to Yamikani She got nominated Dope mm-hmm. Best Female uh, Oh sorry Best Newcomer Leo Magoz K-Flow Brackets <laughs> uh Bagger Bling 4 no luntu J, brackets and Brian Jerk. <laughs> Brian jerk, Brian Jerk on this. That's 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 that's, 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 I, a, that's a jerk.
1: That's a diff, that's a different type of song, right? There. That's a
0: different type of sound. <laughs> <laughs> Nominated for Song of the Year, Naro by Hilsey, pressure by Holy Ten, Mr. Candy, <laughs> Michael Megs, Fire Emoji by All Star. Silas Mavendi by St. Flo, Ziripa Ground by Bling 4, and Zingam Nyama by Tanto Wavy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I haven't heard that song in a while. That's a dope song. I listen to it. Uh, best album, Zingam two by R. Ah, in fact, you are not. Know let's see let's hear what this guy is saying.
1: Who's that? This is DJ Zulu phoning me. Let's find out what, what, what DJ Zulu wants. You know, I've realized, you know, let me start re- rejecting calls now. Let's just accept them and just you know, we just get free content for the podcast.
0: Nah, you see now it's not picking up. Anyway, continue then. You remember that? You remember that phone prank about John Cena? We uh, should do something similar. Um I was on ever uh, I was on Best Album, uh RP's our Peels's album, Sun's album, Volts JT's album, Holy Ten's album, Leo Magos's album, and Saint Flo's E P are all nominated. Uh, best alternative song, uh, Nyasha David and Takura with Ikoko. Sorry Boys by K. Chaps and Junior Brown. Aishan with Lola uh, featuring Anatoria. Uh, Nick Genius and Holy Ten with Loss uh, and Takura with Wanda Chusa and African Wine and Kiki Badass with mm. Uh Best producer, LXA, Mwamba, Washa T, Brackets, Bindura, mm. Lee K, DJ Oxygen from Gweru and John the producer.
5: Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh,
0: let me see if there's anything else interesting here. Best fashion brand, best dance, mm. best model.
1: Shout out to Haji you Figure Junk. That's the fam right there. That's the fam right there.
0: Best vixen, <laughs> best hip hop verse. Oh, that's. Oh, it. Yolanda. Shout out Are to the... Yolanda Cream.
1: One of our vixens from the Kadatsu video. <laughs> Is that, it? Is, that, is, that, is, that, is that still a good is, Isn't that problematic I don't know Is Vixen a problematic word Then
4: is it
0: I don't know I feel like it might be I don't I don't know Because a Vixen is a female fox So she's a foxy She's a foxy lady That's what I it mean is, is, is it still okay to say foxy Is that okay mm-hmm. A spirited fierce woman Especially one Is seen <laughs> as a sexually attractive what, what is a woman fool? Anyway Um Best let, best hop verse. I, I'm
1: it? glad you said that, Dan. Just J.K. Rowling is phoning. Let's find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, best online media: two six three posts, Zim celebs, eyes of two six three, Zim celebs, Nash TV, Zim magazine.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: guys, keep that's, it right. That's great Dan, Dan, Dan did not, Dan did
1: not st- stick. And say the same brand twice. Those are two separate brands. Zim Celebs and Zim Celebs are two different brands.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
1: (laughs) One with a Z, one
0: with an S. (laughs) (laughs) At the end, not the beginning. (laughs) Best hip-hop slash Afro-pop DJ. Shout out to DJ Tastic, Raiders, I rock. Hey,
1: Tastic! (laughs) I'm just shouting out my youngsters. What about Raiders?
0: Th- thank you best lyricist T Gons Junior Brown Indigo Saint K Flow, MC Cheetah aka Zimbiana Jones and Doe Major
1: I... what... What, 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 I... what, what is confusing you there
0: what's, what's happening yeah. Cheetah is probably the closest thing to a lyricist in that anyway, no, anyway Dan, Dan how it. dare you Indigo Saint is actually a beast no I'm not even being funny Indigo Saint is a beast oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay sorry Indigo Saint is yeah Indigo Saint is but oh he's there sorry he is there
1: mm. um, t- and t you know alumni of the show yeah, 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 yeah. he might not find the beats but there's, being a lyricist has nothing to be with staying on beat
0: no, but I I wouldn't call him a lyric he's, I mean he's a rapper, he's entertaining, but he's not a lyricist. I'm joking, Dan. Okay. Sometimes I can't tell when you're joking because you have you have some problematic views. Anyway, that's the Changameda Festival uh, awards. Um somewhat, you know, they've got somewhat of a following. We will pay close attention and keep you updated when it happens. We will be there. Mm. Okay. Actually, how are we going? This was this was this was moved from main talking Dan, points are, to Gaga. Are we based going? On the poll are we, are we, we going? Our Patreon group. Are we going? Uh, no.
1: Why? I mean, please, please go. I, I will be there. Obviously, like two of my acts are nominated. I've got to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so,
0: so, so, so at least I know that it's covered. Uh, so you bring news from the Changamina Festival, Hip Hop. Dan, o- w- Dan, when was the last time you're outside? Dan, when you was the last time you're outside?
1: What are, What are you doing this weekend? Let's go out. Come, let's let's hit the streets. Hi. The wife is away. Dan, come, let's go. Just the thought of that is making me
0: it's making me angry.
4: I've got
1: I've
0: got so much work to do, but let's hit the streets. All right. Hey, what's happening this weekend? What is there this
1: week? I'm not gonna go on just a general day. There's bryout. Um, I've got some club activations. Uh there's so much we can do, Dan. We're gonna we have a good time, good
0: time, good time. All right, uh, this story is moved to our Gaga because we're not going to spend too much time on it because our Patreons have voted. So we will briefly talk about it. Black China, aka Angela White, has had a huge turnaround. Uh, she dissolved all of her facial fillers a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, her face now kind of looks different. You know, she's changed how she looks. She deleted her her apparently super profitable OnlyFans. Uh, she got the silicone injections in her butt removed. Um, she told people, "Do not get silicone shots." By the way, but th- she didn't stop there. Mm. She said, "Stop calling me Black China. My name is now Angela White." Um, and then uh, after doing that, she apparently started removing tattoos. She had a tattoo of um, the demonic entity Baphomet on her
4: mm. that she's had laser removed. Mm-mm.
0: And uh, apparently she's gotten baptized and is now, you know, um, fully about Jesus and uh, no longer about that crazy life she lived before.
5: Mm.
1: So yeah, Dan, I, uh, I, I, can't, I can't express how little I care about this topic. Good for her. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Also, I, I, really, I, I, I'm I, like good, for, good I, for her. Wonderful, lovely, uh,
0: great, cool. Anyway, start looking up okay, okay, wait. Start looking we, after wait, your kids. Since though. we've mentioned it since we've mentioned it, Phil, and I know you have uh, a, uh, okay. Yo, DJ
1: Zulu. Hold on, my guy. You're on air Don't say anything incriminating. Don't say anything incriminating. You're, you're live on here. What's up, bro?
4: Okay. What's up?
1: What's up? So I'm trying to convince Dan here to go outside this weekend. What, what, what events are popping this weekend? This weekend. Yeah. Uh,
4: this weekend, uh, my lineup is like: uh, I have
1: Pinovas uh, you know, tomorrow, then after that, time, then Friday. So calm and in, in vitro. Mm-hmm. And I know Dan, yeah. Dan. Dan is always in in vitro. We, in vitro. That's what we're going, bro. We're going to be up in, in vitro. <laughs> 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 oh, is
0: it okay? All right. Uh,
4: no. <laughs>
1: anyway, I I I saw your text about that thing. Let me let me finish with the show. I'll call you back.
4: Okay. It's okay. No problem. I right, cool.
0: Get your money. Get your money, Zulu. <laughs> okay. Um. I, I obviously don't. I mean, I care so little about about this. Okay. Here's the thing. She was making, reportedly, upwards of $240 million. Ah, Dan.
1: I know no, Dan. Dan, you're too smart to believe that nonsense. Dan, you're too smart. To I don't believe it, of course. Dan.
0: I don't believe it. But she was obviously making a penny. Dan, okay.
1: You know what? Guys. Guys. Uh, and I, I think we've discussed this before.
0: This generation... You know what? Actually,
1: uh, let me not say that because the amount of times I have to correct the family group about what they fought. These days, all you need to make a fact or for news is to have a photo and have bold text. And you put the bold text over the photo and you make a square image then you put a brand's logo or watermark in the middle of that photo and, and now it becomes news. Unless you're showing me statements. Show me proper statements. There's no way you're making that much. Dan... She's making two hundred thirty million. She's she's no longer a creator. She's a production house. Phil, Phil, Phil.
0: I am simply reading the report as it was made. Nah, no, but we I also, uh, we are not repeating. I, I, I nonsense. also don't. Let's
1: not repeat <laughs> nonsense. We we are not stupid. We are not. Don't don't piss on our backs and say something. Like, there's no
0: way. No way. It sounds like jealousy to me, Phil. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> No one wants to see your feet pics mm-hmm. anyway. Actually, actually, um, actually, do. it, I don't know, like, uh, yeah,
1: great. Um, there were drugs that were found. I'd be moving, I don't care. I honestly, I, I, I wish <laughs> I could, I wish I, I, wish I could. I, I I I, I, About I, the drugs, I, guys, I don't know, I'm not speaking on it, but things are dropping every Thursday, and it just gets worse and worse, and it's just more depressing, and it's clear. <laughs> What's going on? I'm not saying what's happening, but every Thursday, something's happening because we've been warned, don't... Yeah, so something happens on Thursdays, something,
0: uh, you know. Yeah. This this one will be the shortest story because it had only one vote, but we will still give attention to it. Chloe Bailey is the star of the latest TV show called Swarm. Swarm is a, a TV show that reimagines what if Beyonce fans or Nicki Minaj fans, or any of these other rabid fans on social media, uh, became violent and it became a horror movie. Well, anyway, uh, it turns out uh, when episode one dropped, like three minutes into it, I haven't watched it yet. And I'm frankly, I'm a little scared to watch it now, judging from how everyone has been speaking. There is an intense sex scene between Chloe Bailey and Damson Idris. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of people like, damn! Because remember, Chloe Bailey was... The feel-good Disney image girl, da da da, and then she grew up, and then people were uncomfortable with her sexuality. Now that she's a grown woman and doing that in her music videos, etc., etc. So you best believe that now a lot of them were like, Aah! but um, look, Dad, I can't express, well, how come I look? can't express how little I care about the story. Yeah, two yeah. actors, two actors at a sex scene, whoop de doo What <laughs> else
1: is on the rundown, bro? Let's let's move on with that. Like, come on, here's
0: here's a, here's here's a question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, why has no one mentioned Damson Idris In this sex scene
2: mm-hmm.
0: Great Dark skin Because he's a dark skin
1: Melanated brother Psst, Think about it man They're trying to control us Right now mm. Alright Phil uh, Are we going to The Big Falls Carnival Hey, I don't, The funds are not funding But if you're not sponsoring me I'll, I'll come if, if I if I get a sponsored trip I'm going But otherwise I tell you, you know the situation On the ground right now bro The situation on the ground Is it's tough huh?
0: It's tough, bro. And those are the background. Those are the background. Well, the Vic Falls Carnival will be happening from the twenty sixth to the thirtieth of April in um, Wangi, in Nyanga, and Vic Falls, obviously. Um, headlining uh Musa Keys, Ja Preza. That's a that, that's a great like I that,
1: that that's a great mesh. I can't wait to go from Ja praiser to a Musa Keys set. That
0: Oskido, <laughs> LKG, Boytee. Toss and Mduva, uh, Goomba, Black Motion, Enzo Aishel, Anita Jackson, Mac G and Sol will be there. Yay. We
1: should, we should do, we should do like a cross podcast. We should, you know. Um,
0: hey, look at that, Rimo. <laughs> uh, Mikasa. I can't believe Rimo was named before Mikasa and Mafiki Zolo. Um, yeah. And many more. Who who is the target market for Vic Forscar? I don't know. I was, con- was I was having
1: a conversation with someone in the industry and we're looking at the prices and we're looking at the dates and we were like, Okay, it would be nice to go to, but we're running the numbers. All right, if I'm if I'm flying return, let's say I get a good flight, three hundred maybe three hundred bucks, three hundred bucks return, maybe it's maybe because it's peak a little bit more, but three hundred return. And you get a good hotel. If I'm gonna spend all three nights, maybe I'm doing two, three, maybe four nights. It's two hundred bucks for a decent hotel, maybe I'm gonna slum it hundred bucks. So I'm already six to seven hundred in. I'm not gonna go alone. So I'm gonna go with my boy Dan. So now we're one thousand two hundred in. I've got to account for food. Now Phil
0: we'll share we'll share a bit. What are
1: you talking yeah, about? I, I've got to account for food. So that's gonna be another maybe fifty dollars a day if we think so now now we are what what one five, one four fourteen fifty? A three day pass is three hundred dollars. So now we're already at two grand for the for the both of us on this trip a one-day pass, I think it was like uh, 50 bucks. Was it? Yeah, was it 30 bucks or 50? I can't remember. But I remember it was quite a bit. No, I think, I think it was 30 bucks for the one-day pass. This is such so, an expensive endeavor. And keep in mind, I've just come back. If I'm a working person who is earning this money legitimately, I just came back from Easter weekend. And then I want to apply for another weekend of leave.
0: So... Don't get me wrong. Vic Falls Carnival obviously does have uh, uh, a target market. That's why it's, I think it was obviously way more successful around about December. I mean, you know, people are on leave already. It's a thing to do and whatever. I don't know how well it's going to do in April. Let's see. But, oh, by the way, so uh, for everything you're describing, typically you will be looking at a package. So they offer like the Elephant Hills package is like $1.6 then you can find like... That's a big saving, other clearly. Than, Ooh. Sure. One, one, uh, that 1.6, by the way, is for double, for two people. And then uh, one, 1.970 at Palm <sighs> River, 2050 at Mbano Manor, and yeah, like that, somewhere in that region, which is wild. Onda Fit, Kunoendagufik Falls. It clearly does have its target market because people go, I'm just, uh, is does that target market listen to MacG and Soul? Ah, uh, are they? I I don't.
1: I don't know. Let's see how. Uh, we're goes. not the target market, then.
0: Um, we are not the target market. Uh, um, I mean, I'm trying to finagle, um, uh, a situation there. Uh, I'll include you if I can, Philip. Don't worry. Don't worry.
1: Mm, nah, I'll be patiently waiting. I, my bags are packed already, then.
0: Be ready. Be ready for that call. Ah. That come out the house. We go. I,
1: I'm actually serious. Like, thank, thanks to FastJet. We aren't a sponsor yet, but they should be. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, thanks to
0: Elephant Hills Hotel. Uh, uh, uh,
1: no, um, but I, I actually, I, I can actually cash in. I've got some free flights I can cash in. So I can go to, We can. I, I can even think. I can even sort of like, if you sort of, if
0: you sort of tickets, I sort of flights. Uh That's serious. Should, I'll, 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 okay let me sort out flights and then you sort out accommodation this ain't my first rodeo get out
1: of here I ain't
0: dumb <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean if we can go we'll go and uh, and we will we will report back ladies and gentlemen let you know yeah. how it went at the big full Carnival. of happening yeah. next here's month, a quick question here's time. a quick question Dan Dan did you see the photo
1: of the Pope in the, the puffer jacket drip drip son
0: I did see where was that photo taken to I, I mean I know where you're going with this I know it's an AI photo but
1: not, not a lot of people do like the amount of rounds it's
0: yes. done so I was reading a very interesting article
1: um, on TechCrunch that was just speaking about like how already there's now um, a world that doesn't exist so I don't know if, if you were on Tumblr a couple of years back. Then you know the movie Goncharov. Mm-mm. So on Tumblr a couple of years ago, people made up a movie called Goncharov and it said it was Martin Scorsese's best film. So it was like in a game of ad lib almost, where someone would come in and say, "Yo, he did this. I can't believe he he did the, he did this with this character. The way he shot it, this, that, the third. And then someone else would come in and, and add on to it. So like it was just like this reinforcing thing. And then it really took off because Martin Scorsese himself got in on the joke. And then you had people who are not in the know, perplexed and confused. Like, wait, how is how, how do I not know about this movie? I thought I was a Martin Scorsese fan, but I can't find it anywhere. And that's what's happening right now with AI. And mm-hmm. the thing that makes it more concerning for me, and I think for everyone who listens to this podcast, who, who just is worried about the future is... It's, it's actually what, what's, what what we're seeing now with with all these large language models and with Mid Journey and DALI, they're not actually artificial intelligence. They are large data set learning models. They're large language ma- uh, learning models or image data set learning models, which means they ingest a ton of existing content. They see what characteristics and what metadata is, is comprised in that and then it just regurgitates it. It doesn't create an original thought. And because it does that, we're obviously entering an age where because everyone is now trying to gain the search engine um, and it's, a, there's another whole discussion about how incentives have ruined a lot of things in the world, but because Google has incentivized search engine optimization, if you have the content to be seen, people create content, not necessarily for the utility and value, but for where the utility well, yeah. and value where intersects with the search engine optimization. Now people are using AI as a hack to make better SEO content, which, and then that SEO content feeds the internet, which the AI then uses to learn more about the internet and the world. So eventually it's just going to become this recurring or recursive um, pattern where AI is learning about the world from
0: AI and humans are completely out of the loop. And because of that, I I was actually thinking about that, by the way, Yeah. uh, before you move on from that, I did think about that. So, SEO itself is a kind of AI. I mean, it's an algorithm, right? Yeah. So AI the, these AI models know the best way, you know, to game the SEO AI. And then SEO AI is going to, I mean, I mean, these AI models are now creating content and they learn from content that exists, which you've just described. So they're now learning from the content that other AI created or themselves have created it's just, it's going to be a constant just decrease in quality of content.
1: Indeed. And on top of that, because um, these machine or these large language learning models aren't actually creating intelligence, sometimes they hallucinate. And that can simply be because their data set, because they're taking such a massive data set, there is like one rogue blog post from a right-wing media thing might be throw it off and it'll hallucinate. And we've seen examples of this before where it completely makes up a story about someone dying or what happened um, or an in this article, they mentioned an earthquake that never happened, but AI thinks it happened. And then someone then went and created um, mid-journey images to recreate the earthquake. And then all of a sudden the whole of Reddit, there's a whole genre of Reddit that was like, wait a minute, what's this earthquake that we knew nothing about? I totally forgot about this. And now... The concern that I have, and the concern we should all have, is there is a likelihood that in the not too distant future, our history won't even be real. Because, mm. because, like, if I if I come to you, Dan, I'm like, yo, Dan, who started World War Two? Because it's available to us but most likely thing is you'd google it who started world war 2 or how did mm-hmm. world war 2 start and then you'd get the probably the top result on 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 um, on google or if you ask chat gpt or or bing's definitely not bad because they bad is terrible i've tried using it it's terrible but if you ask any of these models, they'll then give you the answer. But that answer is based on the old information he's got. If that data set is incorrect and it hasn't been verified because you're not going off platform. So at no point are journalists or professors involved in this interaction or can you verify, yo, this person that wrote it, who's the source? Do I trust them? Do I know them? There could be a time where everything that we know no longer exists. is fake. And mm. yo, I wasn't even, I'm not even high, but I was just like that. Is a scary
0: thought. So I'm. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm going to reiterate what Phil said, but I'm just going to rephrase it because I think that's so profound. Shout out to Arnold. <laughs> One day, it will be impossible to know what the real history is because pictures will exist, video will exist, yep, um, records blog posts, whatever it is, will all exist. Yet, they could have been automatically generated by AI. This example that Phil said of this earthquake, I was looking at those photos there. Or did you see those photos of Trump getting arrested? Yep, that was also in the article. I Same mean. Thing. You can, you can still kind of tell it's AI, but remember, this is just, not, it's like mid-Journey 5. When we get to mid-Journey
1: 12. <laughs> Mid, Mid-Journey 5 is, is is mad. I finished all my credits. I'm actually quite annoyed. Now I'm, just, I'm trying to make a business decision. Like, should I just buy another month? But mid-Journey is not costing me too much money. Don't you, I was about to say, don't you pay for it? Don't you get unlimited? Uh, You get, so at the tier I'm on, you get a limited amount of fast hours and you get a few um slow hours. I finished all of them. So you can go to if you go to the max tier, you get a, you still get a limited amount of fast hours, but then you get unlimited slow hours. But oh. but then now my account because I
0: mean you you almost you almost persuade because I was like, hey, sh- maybe I should be paying for this stuff. No, no, mid
1: journey is definitely worth the investment. And I don't know if if if, if the listens to this podcast, but um, I also have a conversation with him. So like my graphic designer and. You've noticed, like part of the reason why, for example, the last few weeks, our artwork has been AI is, A, it was a cool experiment. It was a cool way to just keep things fresh for the podcast. But also, instead of it being a three-hour process with Dan and I deciding on a name and a design and then having a back and forth with the designer, I literally just input that into mid-journey. After like two, three revisions, I've got the artwork, I'm done, bam. Like, it's easy. And it's the small stuff. The, the, the past set of logos I've done for clients, I've done the ideation in mid-journey. So I've, I've put in a couple of variables. I put in the prompt. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That design would look good. I right, cool. And it's made making briefs for my creative team so much easier. Mm. There's stuff that Dan and I are about to do. It's just that I've had a crazy week that I'm so busy. You've seen it for yourself, Dan. A lot of those creative assets, like and we were creating them and editing them on the fly within minutes with mid-journey.
0: That is. I, I did the same. So I'll I'll give an example. We were uh, we 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 doing a, an anniversary edition of a magazine for the radio station. So we got some uh, we got some some drafts of what the cover would look like, and I was trying to communicate that I'm not trying to look for an old parade magazine cover or something like, uh, and 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 because it was difficult to sort of put across these ideas, I just use Midjourney to draw up some drafts like something like this, not this obviously, but something like this as a reference point for the graphics designer. Mm. At some point, we're not going to need to use it as reference. (laughs) So,
1: part of me, part of me, obviously like there's the moral dilemma, but of realizing that we are using these tools and we're aiding these tools and giving them more information that's probably going to allow them to kill us eventually because this is Skynet. But also we live in a Capitalistic society Bills have to be paid I have to survive somehow But I'm still trying to use it Ethically But it just makes my job easier And I haven't even started Digging into like The new chat GPT Dan The tools And all the tools The tools the tools. Like And I haven't even started Really digging into But the the way I've already Set it up I've got a I've got a I've got a GPT add-on For my Google Sheets I don't have to make I I I don't don't have to make A pivot table anymore Dan I've Literally, it converts the data to a pivot table and a dashboard, and all I do is type. I don't even have to type in a formula; I just tell it, <laughs> make it no, a no. dashboard.
0: Okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. T- I I use it in my day to day work. Uh so I actually, because I can't, I, I downloaded. A, there's a GitHub uh, um, app for Mac for for Chat GPT, so I don't have to create. A, I have to open a browser each time and verify it and none of that. So now it works as an app, so I can have my browser open and Chat GPT separate, and. I literally, so I literally just throw in. I need to do a report. I just throw. I just write without planning, without thinking, without without organizing it. Write a write a report for me. Use this information, and I just and then it writes out a proper report. Our former our former employee wanted a recommendation letter. I was like, "Got you. What do you? What did you need it to say?" please, can you talk about this? This is. I was like, write me a recommendation. I read it and I was like, hey, this is too glowing. <laughs> I feel like I'm lying too hard. So let me just mm, edit a little bit, send it out. I I'm literally using it in my day to day work. Where in it, what it takes away from me is the the mundane tasks of ordering it, wording it correctly. No no no. I just I just spew into it. you know what I mean? And it's it's that's it's literally cutting out more than 50% of yeah. the time spent on doing tasks. What I what I want already, to,
1: what yeah. I want to figure out and I need to work on is I need out of fit because I've done so much writing and I've obviously got a plethora of emails. I want to f- put all of those into it. And so it becomes so personalized that it knows this is how Phil would write
0: this. Yeah, that's actually there's a we have to figure out how to do it actually. So you wouldn't be using Chat GPT; you'd be using something that uses the GPT platform. So but it would be applying it, it using your. I own think
1: app. I've seen a few apps. I just haven't had the time to really dig in. And the thing is, like GPT-4 came out like a week and a half ago, two weeks now, and there are already so many apps. There's this one app. Um, I'll, I'll show it to you offline because we we'll all get super nerdy here. But Dan, it's crazy. Like the plugin is
0: bananas. All you do is hear me out, Phil. Okay, huh? hear me out. You, you, I've got gigabytes of emails. I, I feed in all my sent mail. Mm-hmm. And then you create a plugin to automatically reply emails, but asking you. So it's like, blah, blah, blah. Just ask this. I'm like, tell them no. Please no, Dan, kindly note that Dan. they're currently not in a position to no, 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 Dan, no, no, no.
1: Do you know? do you know the other thing? Notion does that already. Fair. So that's why that's part of the reason why I want to switch to Notion. Notion, Notion, they just launched their new tool because it, it uses um the GPT API. It, you input all your emails or you input a a report or whatever, and it'll do the summary for you. And then you can ask it questions on the summary. And the dope part with Notion is it'll then highlight the thing in the summary and annotate it, so you can go back to the source document. So like if you're now a student and you've got to like.
0: You're, ah guys if you're, student, if, you're, if you're if you're failing an, as an a student fuera, I'm sorry fuera urbenzi. Ah. Yeah, are, it's uh, urbenzi actually <laughs> plus <laughs> urbenzi futi because be smart come on man no
1: but uh, what wha, like if I'm doing a report and I write the report and then I'm asked to orally explain my thing if I'm smart enough I'll read the summary I'll not read the whole like 300 pages I'll read the, the executive summary or the summary and then I'll read the analysis of the idea and I'll explain that
0: yeah, but no, I mean like, it, don't just say write a report on this. Mm. Like, give it the info. Write a report on this. Make sure you do this. Include this. No, 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 Like, obviously, the more the more detailed you are in your prompt, the better your output is. There crazy. isn't. There's,
1: there's even what's it called? PDF GPT that I was using the other day. Um, that does this. So there's PDF GPT where you can input um a PDF report. It'll take a few minutes to analyze it, and then it'll tell you yo this report is about chagri 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 ask you you can ask me questions about anything so i did it for the ifpi report and i was like okay wh- which country is showing the most growth and it sh- and it, it produced it and i went back and i
2: was like
0: oh snap
3: this thing is really good
0: it synthesized a 300 page report like,
3: oh
0: fam it's an interesting time um i don't i don't think it's apocalyptic necessarily i do think it will change things a lot i think the internet is going to be less useful actually Hmm. I actually think we're going to go back to uh, a lot. So rather than Google to get the answer, you're going to go back to speak to an expert or go to a library or.
1: But then how, how but then how do you become an expert?
0: So as an example, no, no, no. How, how someone becomes an expert no. now is not, not through the internet. It's through learning. And, right? and, and, and what's school, the, and what's know.
1: the best tool to learn? What we just said,
0: students, how's, what's the
1: best tool for you to learn and pass? and get your accolades and qualifications. What would be the best tool? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chat GPT so it's a, <laughs> there's no
1: escaping it,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's, let's discuss some white people business. I know. Ah, yeah. And then let's break it exam. down.
1: Dem, what is going on
2: in white people business this week?
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. Some people have found themselves in quite the kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. Quite the kerfuffle. Gwyneth Paltrow, a.k.a. Pepper Potts, um, is in a highly publicized court case. I mean, this is the most watched court case since Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And you would think it's for something important. No. This court case is for a skiing accident that happened six years ago on the 26th of February, 2016. Um, Here's what happened. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow uh obviously hollywood superstar owner of goop someone you should trust with your health um was apparently skiing behind a military veteran now you have to understand skiing etiquette phil you see if you are skiing behind someone okay the right of way belongs to the person in front even if you're going faster it just means you have to slow down that's skiing etiquette most people wouldn't understand obviously because you haven't gone skiing but that's just generally what the situation is <inaudible> well, <it turns inaudible> <out that> this... <inaudible> this military veteran who is an orthodontist was skiing and then Paltrow comes up behind him, apparently screams at him, get out of the way. But, you know, that was, that was that I, she was a lot more rude than I was. And, bam, hits into him. So, uh, three years later, this uh, person, this veteran slash orthodontist files a lawsuit against Gwyneth Paltrow. He wants $3 million. Well, initially, he wanted $3 million uh, for uh, injuries. He claimed that the crash knocked him out, caused a brain injury, left him with other serious injuries. And then he also said that he was unable to enjoy life afterwards. How could you when so you're he wants, injured? He wants compensation for that. But anyway, over the course of the lawsuit, he reduced from $3 million to $300,000. Like, all right, how much you got? So, um, Initially, it was uh, against Gwyneth Paltrow and other people, but now it's only against Gwyneth Paltrow. So, long story short, this man wants 300000 from Gwyneth Paltrow because you crashed into me when we were skiing. Paltrow has responded and said, hey, I am not paying you a penny because you actually crashed into me. How could he? So, uh, this trial has now entered. It's now been two weeks of this trial. Um, the most interesting part of it is what Gwyneth Paltrow wears to the, the courtroom every day. Oh. Um, and also Gwyneth Paltrow's fans who are so in the courtroom, cross-examining her. So, uh, did you find the video? Oh, no,
1: I, I didn't see it in the notes. I was, uh, oh, no, I thought you were about to play. That's, uh, that's what I, I, I was just, I was just searching through TikTok. So let's just see. Let's just, let's just, Dan, we cut now live to the courtroom where Gwyneth Paltrow has been cross-examined. Here we are
5: doing something perverted. This is really my skis into by Mr. Sanderson. I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart. And then there was a body pressing against me. And there was a very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, Am I, is this a practical joke? Is someone like doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. My mind was going very, very quickly and I was trying to ascertain what was happening. I said, you skied directly into my back and he said, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Right. And that was you screaming at him while he's on the ground still, right? I was yelling at him. Pretty loud, pretty forceful. I was pretty upset. Is it true that you feel it's unfair that Mr. Sanderson has brought this case against you? I do. Mm. And he has deterred mm. you from enjoying the rest of what was a very expensive vacation.
0: <laughs> While well, I lost This is live, huh? half a day of skiing. <laughs>
5: Miss Paltrow, isn't it true that you've misrepresented a number of nah, people? today? Phil, Phil,
0: Phil, 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 Phil. This is the
1: widest. I know Jenna. I'm about out to, to eat you.
0: mayonnaise for dinner.
1: Shout out to you because ah, you have found the widest corner of the internet and you consistently of- do
5: in the first place is the concern with the animation. And so, what I don't want because Mr. Boger.
1: A- oh, gosh. I'm trying to find. Yeah, I wait, am
5: going I- to try and be both you and Mr. Sanderson at the same time. Let's Fair?
1: have Bob. Bob
3: can you know be. it let's have Mr. Sanderson. He's here. Let's no, have I, him come. I, I don't want
1: to I'm so not going so to right I think
3: you can ask questions and yes, it, if you
1: want. Uh, okay. You know, I've had enough. But wow, throw us,
0: throw us more mayonnaise, then. Give a give, Put some raisins in the potato salad. <laughs> All right. So I've I've broken down the the overall lawsuit. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's counter, counterclaim is that uh, this man is exploiting her for her money and fame. Um. <laughs> so Phil, Phil the, the video Phil is looking for is Of this man's lawyer who was Now cross-examining Gwyneth Paltrow mm. And she's totally fangirling Oh my god you're like how tall Oh my god you look amazing Sorry sorry I mean uh, I mean you should be ashamed mm-hmm. <laughs> But where'd you get your hair done OMG um, Yeah so uh, Look that's I mean that's the story What else is there to say do you want me to get into the details Of how skiing works no I just, I just that
1: this is the widest widest court case
0: so here's the thing Phil. while, so while we're shouting king.
1: free Ghana
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: OMG free Gwyneth we need
0: more good products I am in these kind of situations I'm normally against the super rich celebrity but listen if you are scaring I mean if you are if you are skiing with Gwyneth Paltrow you're just not a celebrity but I mean come on come on come on this is the widest thing ever, and I can't believe it's such a famous or such a such a high-profile <laughs> court case. Oh my goodness! All right, um, Phil, you watched a you watched you watched a movie with the patrons.
1: Ah I, I yes, for, we did.
0: We watched Ritual Kill. Oh, no, did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? I I watched it for five. Let me not lie. Maybe ten minutes, uh-huh. and then I was like, I, I, I. <laughs> there's others others who are running businesses from jail and this is what I'm doing. <laughs> so here's the background here's the background right so in our Patreon group as you know we have some crazy discussions sometimes um, stuff that doesn't often make it to I mean doesn't always make it to the podcast so we discovered a movie starring Morgan Freeman that uh, is called The Ritual Killer and this ritual killer uses the practice of muti. Mm. so we were like okay <laughs> this is clearly this is made for us you know what I'm saying <laughs> it was made for us. So we we were waiting for, we were patiently waiting for the movie release date. The moment the movie released, as you can imagine, it was a, it was this. it wasn't uh it wasn't a, 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 a a huge cinema release. No, sure that was,
1: was that was straight straight to, straight to the checkout aisle at at pick and pay. <laughs> straight to streaming release. I can't believe Morgan Freeman is in it. Honestly, uh, I think that the, 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 this, the recurring question they keep asking is how is Morgan Freeman? And I kept responding, ah, guys, it must be it must be tax season.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe he was skiing somewhere and crashed into someone's. Like now, you have to be in my movie. I don't know, like. Anyway, so uh, so you know, we were setting up a date with our patrons. Hey, when can we watch this all together and critique it together? And no, 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 no. So we set a date for this past weekend. Um, I I was unable to join. I would have joined a bit later on, but I thought it doesn't make sense for me to join like twenty minutes into the movie. But I did manage to watch. a few You you didn't have
1: missed much. I mean, you would have caught up pretty quickly. You would have caught up pretty, It was a very a very um, formulaic um, plot. But it was hilarious. It was, it was one of those movies that was so bad. It was hilarious. We had a great time. So shout out to the patrons that joined in. Um, Ashley, just remind you, you're choosing the next movie. Um, so I get on that and then we'll see. Maybe we'll do it this weekend. Maybe next weekend we'll see you when we're available. And then we'll, we'll plan around it.
0: Just another reminder. Um, these are some of the benefits. If you join our Patreon tier, all you got to do is go to 2 forward slash donate. Uh, we can look go to patreon.com, look for Two Brook Twimbos. But uh, we created a nice uh, a nice URL for you to access. Super easy. And you can sign up for just only $5 a month. $5. Mm. Five don't be a month. Cheer cheer. You'll be able to join our exclusive group. You become one of our supporters. And uh, we appreciate it. Well, keep there's, keep there's in mind,
1: put some Yeah, So we've got the entry level two, which is five. We've got the blessed here, which is ten, and we've got the mbinga tier, which has a number of benefits, including merch instantly delivered to you for only a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars is the mbinga
0: tier. That one is exclusively for <laughs> if you. Have been name dropped in a, a documentary recently? <laughs> what would you What would you be doing subscribing to a five dollar? I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, come
1: on. Dan, you know, it's been a while, but it's time to bring it back. (laughs) What's this now? Yes, Dan, my brother, it's time for us to, to get back to the essence, not only of the
4: podcast,
1: but of us. So, I listened to this brother. This brother, actually, I used to follow his workout regimen. He, he just got a little too dude bro science-y for me. But I, I saw him on my social media the other day. And I was like, oh, he's still around. He's still doing his thing. This is my man, Mike Phil, Phil is the
0: type of person to follow the liver king. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. I'm saying Phil is the type of person to follow the liver king. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear.
1: But he has some, some insights that I actually wanted to pose in the group. I was like, no, wait. Let's pose it on the podcast first. Then we'll discuss it more in the group. But listen to this, my brother
3: style of family and romance and this shit is not conducive to me it's not conducive to them because most marriages in america end in divorce most of them you don't have this phenomenon nowhere else in the world most places they don't even have a word for divorce it's like not even a thing like in islam there's no divorce I mean, now, because shit is all modern, but people can be like, oh, well, how are they treated? They are treated good. I'm Muslim. My family's Muslim. I've lived in the Middle East. Them women got it. Life's easy out there. Their job is to raise their kids and look cute. And they got nannies. I'd love nothing but to get out there in the field, kick down walls, and find the spoils, bring it home, and come to a nice, good-smelling home, clean home, kids happy to see me. But we got it all up. Women out working overtime, competing against men, getting paid less, getting sexually harassed at work. hanging ain't No woman in my life is going to have to have to compete with men. It's not realistic. It puts them at a disadvantage. And people got to understand, this shit all started. It was business owners and factory owners wanting cheaper labor. It wasn't for, like, women's freedom and liberation. The whole women's liberation movement was grimy. Feminism did women a huge disservice. It's just here in the West, we've adopted a Euro feminism tip women are huge just my
0: brother mm. so, so you said this
1: is one of your heroes this is my, my this is my idol right here he's giving me all the tools that i mm. need to succeed in life mm.
0: you know i see yeah, i see it i see yeah. it, I see it Phil. Mm. but
1: but it actually obviously like when i stopped to think about it in five minutes i i i, I broke down his thought process because the women in the middle east are not living comfortable please get out of here but also but he does raise a valid point though in that women are always at a disadvantage in the workplace
0: and so they shouldn't work uh, yeah
1: I think I think that's the way that's the key that, that <laughs> as, as, a, as, a, as a man how are you letting your wife go to work how is you what kind of man is you huh letting your wife work your wife should be cleaning the home huh you wouldn't have those other problems you're telling me about my brother if you was letting her run things.
0: Now nah, she's gotta okay, okay. be okay. Working. I, I, I've, I've got a hypothetical situation for you, folks. Mm. So I want you to imagine uh, your woman, and I, I'm not talking about a casual relationship. I'm talking about this is this is this is your person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all have built together. So she come to you and she tell you, "Listen, there's this guy at work. He's a he's a superior to me at work, and in order for me to progress or to even get any kind of respect, because he kind of." I can tell he kind of was like into me. So he's like says flirty things all the time, but he's gross. He's an old gross man. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to not be treated badly or to not lose opportunities, I have to kind of continue to dangle the carrot. W- Would you advise her to continue doing so? Dan,
1: I, I think I'm, I'm a flawed man in many respects, but one thing I am not... And I, I think I've been very consistent. With it. I don't violate my morals. If I have a code, I stick to that code. So violating your code just for promotion, I would lose all respect for you. And I don't think my no, woman. No, no. I I like if she came to me, I would not respect her either. I'd be like, why would you allow that? Because not only
0: Phil, not listen to this. Uh-huh. Listen to this. He has not. He has not. Uh, um, he has not done or said anything untoward. But you can feel that his interest is a little more than professional. But he's never said or done anything. So, so. so there's nothing for you to... Okay, so then that's you different. That's a that, different. Mm. different. hypothetical. So I'm saying, so the situation that exists is, let's just imagine, okay, manager Phil. Okay, and here comes little Dan into the office. So manager Phil is giving Dan tasks, he's giving Dan work, et cetera, et cetera. Dan is providing the tasks, he's giving the reports, et cetera, et cetera. As time goes, manager Dan is being... Uh, Friendly, but not not yet overstepping bounds. And you can see where this is going. Now, that's manager Phil towards Dan. But now Dan is like, okay, if I say something, if I do something, not only has nothing happened, but now I am going to create uh, a, a, a situation that's not difficult for him. It's difficult for me because I'm reporting to him. I'm giving him, uh, 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 I mean, he's giving me work to do and he is the one who's uh, uh, um, essentially overseeing my entire time at work. So I can't be harsh. I can, I mean, I can be, but that's just making things difficult for myself. So this is this is a hypothetical situation. Would you advise that she should almost lay down the law? Listen, I don't know what's going on here, but this is weird. I don't like it. Leave me alone. Or would you advise her to play cool don't set a boundary, but don't go past that boundary or whatever the case is. If you're uncomfortable, address it. That's it. Uh, what, what, what's an uncomfortable address?
1: No, if she's uncomfortable, she should address it. Now, oh, so I see. I'll ask her, if you feel uncomfortable, address it. Don't let it fester. Because as you have said, most likely it doesn't just start there and end there. It's going to start there and escalate. Better nip it in the bud. Why why are you waiting for the snowball to get bigger before you try and stop it. Just be like, hey. And sometimes it might not even have to be something serious. It's just like, I don't know. Um, sometimes if you, you notice it's being inappropriate, just, hey, I, I don't mean to overstep your bounds. Maybe I misunderstood, but I felt to some way about this. If that's what you intended, then by all means, I'm sorry, but just so we're clear, this is where I stand, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't have to be confrontational. It can just be like that. And then if that, then, because the other thing is, if you never set a boundary and you don't set a boundary early, you can't see someone's pushing against it. So they can continue to move the line closer and closer and closer. And then before you know it, it's like the frog in the boiling pot of water. You're like, oh, snap, this is is no longer a, a nice bath.
0: It's a sauna. Oh, snap, I smell frog legs. So I've actually heard that from several women. And my thought was like, similar to you, I was a little bit more confrontational than what you were thinking, but not in the sense of don't shout or like make a big deal of it, but you have to set a boundary. Like you have to like say something. And there was always these exasperated kind of like, you just don't get it. You don't get it. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not saying you must fight him. All I'm saying is clearly communicate. You don't, maybe doesn't even have to be in that moment. Maybe request a meeting at a somewhat neutral time where you can say, listen, Um, I just wanted to express that there's some things that I'm uncomfortable with and I want us to have a good working relationship. So I want to make it clear that ABC to me, that to me, that's like probably what seems to make the most sense. And the feedback I've got in all cases that this has come up is you don't get it. And we don't,
1: let's let's be honest, we do not Yeah, because we don't, there's there's a situation. I, I think I told you about it last week where, I was dealing with an, a manager of a very large organization and they were talking to me in a way that I deemed unacceptable, disrespectful and somewhat racist. And I checked them on it. But it's also because, A, of my pride. And I. it's not even that I could afford to lose a contract. It's just that I'm not going to let someone talk to me like that. But I have the luxury of being able to walk away. There were other people mm-hmm. in that meeting who were also being talked to sideways who don't have their luxury and they have to eat it because maybe they, they've got rent or they're worried about bills or, or like their family and this and the third. And to be fair, I should probably also be thinking the same thing, but I just, I'm not wired that way. So I can understand it. And I also understand in a sexist society, you can be punished for laying a boundary.
0: You can be. But... That, and, that, and that was ultimately what they were saying. They were like, the punishment is not going to be overt. I just know that all my growth, all my... Anything comfortable, anything good, will be taken away. Because Phil, you know how it is with weak men. Because you're not, you're not a, a, a good, respectable man. If you are, you know, yeah. But on the on, on, on the flip scared, side, me situations. as a as as a man,
1: if that is my partner, I cannot allow, even if it's subtle, for my partner to be disrespected. So I'll be like, yo, let the let the chips fall where they may. I've got to do my part to to cover you. I've got to, be able to protect but you. That's not
0: that, why, why. Why is that
1: your part? Because I, if I'm advising her, like I and, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not even being, I'm not even trying to be I'm insensitive, but I, I'm genuinely saying that I would be, if she came with that problem, I would be upset. I would advise. I would advise her like, hey, not only is this person disrespecting you, by extension, is disrespecting me and our relationship, right? So mm-hmm. I can't have you being disrespected. So I would like you to do this. If she then says, "But I've decided to do this to protect my career," I'm obviously going to feel a way about it, and it, it's all hypothetical. So when I'm in the situation, I won't know how I'll respond. But I can't deny that I'll—I I won't look at it a certain way and be like, "Yo, to me, you folded." It. it may be unfair. It may—it may be, as you said, um, what's the term you used that um, that I'm like close-minded or we just don't have the experience because we have the privilege mm. or whatever that may be, that may indeed be the case. And I accept that. But I'll also look at you a certain way because I'm like, hmm. The same way I look at certain people when they're in trying situations and they don't stand up for themselves or for others, even despite the consequences, I'll look at you a certain way and be like, hmm. So you, you made a calculus there. And that calculus, whatever the, whatever the cost-benefit was, your morals were were the were not the priority, and to me,
5: I'll always uh, I feel
0: mm, Phil, you're it's you're you're reducing it to a single issue. Even you yourself have been in situations because it's it's not it's not simply an issue of morals versus because morals implies uh, something happening, right? But you can't tell me that every single time that you've ever felt uncomfortable, you've said something.
1: No of course. No, so. no, no.
0: some no. Dan from what we're
1: describing, with the description you gave and the example you gave, I don't mm. think this is a once-off thing. This would be yep. a, this this is if it's a recurring thing, then it has to be addressed. If it's a once off thing, yes. Everyone makes mistakes, maybe even a slip of the tongue, maybe you misinterpreted things,
0: a lot of things. Like, no, no, no. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. Here, okay. If you're talking about maybe, repeat
1: maybe, if you're talking about a repeat offender and you come repeat to me and you like yo, this repeat but offender but keeps doing this then I'd be like, okay, something needs to happen. here. And if you choosing- so you're
0: choosing- you're, you're telling me that, I'll give you an example. you Have have you ever been in a situation where it could be, a, a let's say a boss or it could be a potential client or whatever the case is. And there's something that they do or say that makes you uncomfortable. They haven't necessarily violated you or done anything specific to you, but you're uncomfortable in their presence. I think it's actually folly to immediately speak out and immediately but, but say something. But now you change the goal because because I'm talking you know, about repeat. I'm the, talking about no, repeat. I, I, yes, I'm. I'm talking about this person that you have. Be, you have a let's say six month engagement with, or three month engagement, or whatever the case is. Every time you're around them, you feel uncomfortable because of the way they talk, or because of to be uh, the, the the attitude that they have, or maybe maybe the political party that they support. <laughs> whatever the case is. But you recognize that you know what they haven't done anything to me. I just feel uncomfortable by whatever's happening. So, the, and I have a bigger goal. But then you keep we changing. You keep changing do. the premise because now you're saying they haven't done anything I to you. I, 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 I yes. that's, So that's so different. I'm, that's the, different. the original premise was nothing was done. There's just a feeling of uncomfortability because of ABC.
1: So you mean, so Dan, what you're describing is 99 percent of my interactions with humans. I just that's why I stay at home.
0: <laughs> what I described was um uh, this person's boss or manager or supervisor has never done anything overtly they've never done or said anything overtly but there's a general feeling that makes you uncomfortable so my thought pro my initial thought process in general is to think yeah I mean if this keeps happening if this if this keeps happening without starting a confrontation it's okay to set a boundary have a conversation listen there's a feeling of uncomfortability it's going to affect my work um I just want to make sure that we can work well together so I just wanted to set a boundary here. I don't feel comfortable with ABC, ABC, and the the accusation to me was, you don't get it, Dan. You don't understand because weak men or men who, but Dan, I get what you saying. Dan, you keep explaining. Them. I understand what you're explaining. I I, I get where you're going. I yes. get what the concern. So, so my my point is, nothing has been done, and I, and and I'm I'm not changing goalposts. I'm trying to I'm trying to create uh, a somewhat similar situation that you may have been in because you're saying. You said, when I look at someone who doesn't stand up for themselves in that situation, it means they've made a decision that maybe my paycheck is more important than my morals. And I'm like, Phil, morals don't come in. And that's why I brought in a separate situation, which you seem to get, because that's why I'm saying, okay, here's a situation where you feel uncomfortable because someone is acting or or behaving a certain way. And because you are working towards the end goal, you decide that I'm just going to ignore it because that that might jeopardize the end goal. Of course, there's a certain threshold that they might cross where you're like, okay, uh, no amount of money is worth this disrespect. I'm going to leave. But there is a certain amount of uncomfortability you're willing to take or accept because so, there's an. I think I think I use. think the word I should have used
1: was boundary, not moral boundary. So everyone has their boundary. So we all yeah. we all walk up to the boundary. And yes, before that boundary, there might be things you aren't okay with, but you're willing to accept. And that goes across the board in relationships, family, whatever. But no one can determine that boundary besides you. So if I'll, in the conversation, I didn't ask, okay, where is the boundary for you? And mm. is this the boundary? Is the, is, the, is the boundary here? And now, if we've now crossed that boundary, the boundary that you've set for yourself, the boundary of what you deem is acceptable, and you're like, this, the person has crossed the boundary, I would then say you need to address it. If their rebuttal is, but as you said, this is going to jeopardize my career, this, that, and third, blah, 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 blah. I'd be like, okay, so that's not your boundary then, is it? Because someone has crossed the boundary but you're willing to ignore it. So you need to be realistic with yourself about where actually is your boundary. Because if you then keep allowing your boundary to shift because of this grandiose goal that you have for your career, before you know it, your photo is got a gold tint on a documentary.
0: <laughs> uh, this is i'm and of course, this is two men who haven't had that experience who are discussing it, but ladies uh if you do if you would like to share that like that kind of scenario uh, i mean obviously you it's it's difficult to fully imagine or understand a situation you've never really been in, so I always try to like equate it to something that I can' understand. But the more I hear about it, you know, the more I think it would be interesting. So, hey, lady, please do share mm. uh, um, if, if you have any stories or if you have any situations where in the workplace you've had to accept or be comfortable with certain things for the sake of your job. Or are you the type of person who's like, nope, I don't take nothing at all? Yeah, uh, let, do let's
1: do it. In fact, okay, let's, let's get to some music, Dan. Let's get to some music because we've
0: been walking. Let's check out some brand new music. Once again, Dan, if you haven't listened to it, don't play it. I have listened to this one. Okay, so uh, we've played some of her music before, um, and I have her uh, brand new song here. Her name is Ananya. She's uh, just released her song, her first song in a while. It's called Gone Forever. Um, so here you go.
4: You're always out at
0: parties, don't care about priorities. And I think that
2: I'm bored I'm no one to be ignored Decided that I'm over it Although it's gone unnoticed After all you caused Slamming all the doors I'm packing up for sure Don't worry, I'll just be gone forever Have a drink for me though Tell her I said hello Tonight, right on cue Don't know how it got here But I gave a warm welcome I got the feeling I'm already over you Too bad you left me with nothing to do You go have your fun You just lost the best one You say I'm too emotional
0: So, uh, a pop record, I guess, along the style of a lot of the pop that, that you know, tops the charts at... In America, Europe, etc. Uh, she is 100% Zimbabwean, na Um born and raised here. Uh, released her first songs here, but this one, I believe, she released in Cape Town. She just signed to, or I don't know, I don't know about just, but recently signed to Platoon. So I expect that we're going to be seeing a lot of push for her.
1: Let's see. Uh, well, Pl- Platoon are uh a label service company, so it depends what you do. They like a distro. So that's what you make of it. Yeah, but they are family. Uh, and they pay very well. Oh, shout out to Platoon for keeping point back afloat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um let's see, what else do we have here? Um Oh. Tell us <laughs> so to play Killer T. Yeah, I how did how did you get you?
2: <laughs>
0: Killer T has released a new song. It's called Plenty Money. Check it out. Oh, he's got a new album called Zero Streets. <laughs>
2: Sk- <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Money 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 man Everybody loves money I know myself I love money 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 yeah Plenty 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 man Everybody loves the man Money 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 yeah Money 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 yeah Plenty 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 man Everybody loves the man.
0: man They do a banger a banger Phil, a banger <laughs> what do You think about it then what do you think? straight to number one this is garbage
1: <laughs> i i think i think like his cars this should not have been allowed to leave the premises they should have <laughs> locked this up <laughs> cuz i I, can't, the, the, I i don't know like when cutter re- received this song, the song there cuz the video is great but imagine putting in all that work on that
0: it's terrible Plenty, plenty money, 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 money. Jeez, Louise. Um, that is not great. <laughs> um, want to show some love to um, Mile. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. just released, just released a new song. Uh, I, featuring Soko Matemai. Soko
1: Matemai sent me the song a couple weeks back, and I told him what to do, and he didn't do it. I, I could have. Uh, See these kids—they they want, don't want. You, you what? what did, yeah, listen for Listen to, to Sokon line.
0: You get what I mean? Okay. Let me play it for you here.
3: <clears throat> Sign.
2: Nightmares are running it like I'm ED, but you know I've been scaring myself. I got some grammar to make me an EG out of one of these haters myself. Gotta
4: make sure only way that can reach me and play when they over the shelf. Blazing the trail back when we had a
2: knee deep on the way for the souls that it helps. I got some notches to pin, they having trouble just trying to head over the belt. They always looking. Had to show the coldest is felt I got some real ones in business to cc Plug them into the unit like PCs I ain't lifting a hand for a piece treat Speak only for yourself Un gati va ku dede da I keep a close fist around the heart of the game I Mangato kwenye and ne sando Watisha pede da musambo the fashion for the naked eye. Kept the tailor made and had to make it my the stripes and colors. Ain't afraid to die. I'm
1: top of the hill. I'm here
2: to flex the pen. I'm showing my strength again. Nick's photo. I don't really do no dash. It's Jameson over gin. The pond I get it on. Risky, drippy, easy. Him Ben it to pin No fake I label. I saw a fish what a waste. I gave you the how to. Now you just copy and paste, okay? She said my is a mouthful. I know better when she give me top, okay? Let me just go mama tonsils. Don't put a mukwende, up a tough food. Don't want If you don't believe in the boy, that's sounding to me like a you problem. My niggas you boys. Every day it's a new color. Who's this. I have always been the truest Kong legendary flow Even if you bite you can never chew this huh? yeah. How many years now? How many verses did you go sleep on my cocks? Uh, Muzuku, I care to see her, I don't see pets on my spots. I never had to pretend this d- ain't even touching my pen. TS in mind I could chit chitchen the the I
0: Flames, flames, top of the hill by Mile and Sokomatemai. Mm. Pretty dope. Nice, 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 nice,
2: nice, nice.
1: Some new Adrian tape, Did you sample it?
2: T a t e yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The world is on my case and I'm getting blows This was the permitama, falling on my face Will you hold my hand, tell me you love me I need you to be strong, baby I need you to hold on, baby Without you I am lost, so lost, so lost I need you to be strong, baby In case that I might fall, oh baby Without you I am lost
0: What do you think, Dan? It's not bad. It's not bad. I can I can vibe with it. I can vibe with it. Mm. It's not. Uh, I wouldn't call it like a, a a smash or a hit or anything, but I can vibe with mm, it. Mm,
5: mm, 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 mm,
0: mm. Um, what did you think of the Sete remix? What do you think of the Soweto remix? I haven't listened to it yet.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Well, we'll, well I think we'll play, put it on the playlist, but I just find it hilarious that even though Vic Tony pronounced Mapurisa's name incorrectly the first time, when he went back to the studio for the second time, no one bothered to
0: correct him. <laughs> okay, all right.
3: <laughs> I mean, I thought the
0: city remix was cool.
3: I mean, I thought
0: it was pretty dope. I mean, I don't think it's better than the original, but it's it's pretty dope. Anyway, um, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, have you got something for us to end the podcast with, Philip?
1: Uh, we can do a remix since you like it so much. I've got okay. i got a bunch I've got a bunch of songs, but so, you
0: know, I'm saying, like you machine machine machine. All good, all good, all good. All right. Um Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh anything else, Philip? Or can we close it here on a well prepared edition of the podcast? I mean, Mm. salient lucid points indeed dropped indeed
1: indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah I think that's it guys don't forget to follow us on the socials granted, eh, granted you know to be honest socials if we don't know. Twitter might be going to hell in a hand basket Facebook is terrible the best way to get hold of us is to hit us up on the Patreon group <laughs> to be honest <laughs> I don't know Dan we need to figure out how to do or email us at donate at but yeah we are on socials Phil Chard Danny that guy all oh, one word But I'm becoming so disillusioned with social media. Maybe we need to open like a Reddit or something. I don't know, Dan. We'll figure it out.
0: You know what you need, Phil? You need a brief break. A detox. I actually do.
1: Um, I actually do. Once I am able to get through these next few months and finish what I've been telling you I'm working on, I'm genuinely going to do just that. I'm going to a remote place where I have no internet connectivity and I'm just going to... Be a normal human like our ancestors intended for just a couple of days. Cause
0: this world. Ugh. Just to do some quick shout-outs to some of our patrons, just a reminder, twobooktoombals.com forward slash donate. And you can join our Patreon group. Some of the discussions that were going on in there. Um let me see. Uh someone wanted to comment on this. Okay, let me let me pull it up. Um someone wanted to comment on. Our light-skinned friend, Munya Chawawa. Let's let's, let's hear what's going on here. Let's hear what's going on
2: here. Is that your real name or is that just for the role? Because I can change my name to a Wi-Fi password if that helps.
0: Rude. Oh, wait, that's not the beginning. Here we go. Reggae
2: Jeans Page. Ah. Mm. Mm. Is that your real name or is that just for the role? Because I can change my name to a Wi-Fi password if that helps.
0: I love Munya so much. So that's Munya Chawawa interviewing Reggererai Jean's page. Mm. <laughs> so, And someone was asking, please can you clarify if Munya was being shady? Of course he was. When he asked. Of course he was. 100% 100% Two Zimbabweans, two light-skinned Zimbabweans in a room. Do you know the amount of shade? <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Wait, Do you see Chris posting of that Justin Bieber conspiracy? I did. That
1: was was hilarious. And that's why I found it funny.
0: So I was about to shout out some new patrons, but then
1: one declined. So until that payment goes through, you are a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to to Samu. Uh, Shout out to Joanna. Shout out to Manesu. Shout out to Kay. Shout out to Gatsi. We love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. And these are our new patrons on the power. Patron tier. And Joanna. Is on the blessed tier, Dan. She's, she's she's dropping big bucks. Oh snap! She's dropping oh, snap. big bucks.
0: Um, I was also did going. Did to you say, see that? Um, uh, that 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 video on AI of someone who recreated a Kanye West song using AI? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I mean, we won't play it here, but uh, um, I think Roba shared Ooh, that. Yeah,
1: we dis- we discussed this months ago. I mean, I think it's novel because it's now become popular. But these tools have been available, and we've been warning you guys. We've been warning you. Things are going to get real um look stay tuned eh? um yeah and i think that's pretty much it guys thank you so much we love y'all thank you for supporting us thank you for keeping us at the top of the charts please 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 especially right now especially right now because of everything please share this podcast with someone if you find something funny please share it take a little screen recording forward it to them tell them yo these podcasts are really funny or these guys have interesting ideas or even if we are dumb just say yo these dumb dumbs Listen to what these dumb dums are saying and share the podcast with them. Please, 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 please. We've got a lot of stuff planned for this year, and we really need your guys' support to help us grow so that we can we can really support ourselves with podcasting and podcasting alone. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Can you imagine? Can you imagine how nice
0: it's like for these Americans? Oh lovely. We'll just, that
1: would just podcast. That's their job. I mean podcast. No,
0: but Phil, we'd end up being like Beyonce and then we'd start doing, you know, clothes and merch and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Please, guys. Look. There's so many ways to show support. And I challenge you to find a different way each week when you're listening to the podcast. Maybe drop a comment on Apple Podcasts or just retweet us on Twitter so that other people can see our podcast post or just post a snippet that you're listening to that you thought was interesting on your Instagram story or on your WhatsApp story. Just do something every week for us. We would genuinely appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, And uh, you can support us monetarily. Again, I will remind you to broketwimbos.com forward slash donate where you can sign up to be a Patreon subscriber, or you can give us a once-off donation if you like. Uh, if you do that, we will add you, uh, with your permission, of course, to our WhatsApp group. Uh, it's not so hectic like some of these other WhatsApp groups. It's not like every day there's just a bunch of messages. Hey, and um, just as a message to those in the WhatsApp group, just remember, it's not a place to dump memes. It's not a place to just... Um, it's, it's a place for great conversation. You know what I'm saying? So things that we would talk about on this podcast and so on, you're welcome to share in the group. But uh, we don't want to overburden everyone who's in there. Um, but there's some great conversations that go on in there. So please, if you want to join it, five bucks a month minimum, but you can increase it $10. Hey, if you're a mbinga, show us that you are the mbinga. And uh, we would genuinely appreciate it. But yeah, that's it. Another episode is in the can. We're going to sign off with the remix to Sete, which just dropped this week. Uh, it is featuring Young Stana, Diamond Platinums, and Oxlade. By uh, KO. And uh, I guess we'll catch you in the next episode. All right, we out. <laughs>
2: You've been the one I love. Diamond okay. like an walking, and mori in the a Your man. a you I'm you what i I can put you on. Nala. Tangle in the i Speaking see Malima. mommy. i still the my One next week. Better tell him it's more than love, This that I can see Your light, really stupid Beg when I went i never look I like shall to you told Cause know I want you, want you want you to begge, Hey, baby, I see sugar, I'm not going to Oh, is i think it's say set. I think it's set. I think it's sad, your body talk to me nice. Figure nine, neck number size. Make I chop you like rice. Spin and roll you like dice. Oh, Ada, oh, baby boo wa kuku si ti bato si mo ni lava lieto. Ju, atu chukwa tuzi kwashi mo. What's that? Don't for me. What's that? That's your combi. Night Nice. So come, hey, I'll put your body for my head da da da. Call me daddy and i call you my baby ba Kwako ni meoza, me kufame daddy da da da. Tuande kwa wasafi, waka kuita Oya say that it around Ebassi to it I think it saying, I I think I know if you can top your for you, my dog, my door. My girl, I got a sexy in on top. She got me destabilizing, show you on top, yeah Oh, you are up with my flow My flow My flow, flow Yo, I need to my soul, don't be like Anybody who can try to talk you, I go like that They will lie Kill you push, call no push Block to your lotion My girl, me a deadly Nothing in the fire, my baby. I'm talking to you, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby.